0: Hello, and welcome to the Emotive Pixels podcast. This is our episode for Fallout 4. I am Will Atkinson, and I am joined by...
1: Nate Stevens,
2: Greg
3: Schumann.
0: Brian, too. Megan Paulson. My name is Polly Kroll.
2: Brian Pachucchi.
0: Before we get started, please be warned that all of our podcasts are extremely spoiler heavy. If you don't want to be spoiled on this game, please go play it before continuing to listen to us we always start our podcasts off with a little getting to know you question and this time our question is who is your favorite video game companion me personally i think moradin is pretty awesome he's the super fat talking guy from mass effect he was freaking cool
4: yep that's a good one Uh, that is Uh, is is a good one
0: and so nate your favorite companion i
4: have
1: to say cortana from halo up until her death in halo 4 we're not counting Halo (laughs) Five spoiler alert yeah for a whole bunch of <laughs> games <laughs> yeah. spoiler for the I've, whole halo I've series i've literally spoiled this
0: before on this podcast spoiler and i think
5: all we've literally audience. told you before yeah, that was a spoiler a, a
1: spoiler of the
4: podcast yeah Whoa. all right
0: meta spoilers
4: yeah so i would go with elena from uncharted because i'm predictable but
0: nice
4: i mean really
5: I just like to see Will's face when, <laughs> when somebody says, I like Elena.
4: That's pretty much my, that was the reaction I was going for. Thanks, Will.
5: Brian? I
3: was thinking uh, Tamina from the new Prince of Persia, which is actually really useful.
1: Wait, wait. which Prince of Persia was that? Was that like the 2009 one with like the big tree?
0: Yeah, the reboot.
3: reboot. That's
1: awesome. Okay, it was cool. wasn't it? That game was cool. Yeah, oh, yeah it's probably, probably the
0: only companion that's like truly. She, she's useful. the one that keeps you from yeah. falling off cliffs, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: You can't die with her around. It's great. I like that game.
0: Nice. Do they, do, sorry, do they end that game by doing like they did in previous Prince of Persia's where they take away your safety net and all of a sudden you feel like a badass because you're still awesome even though she's not there?
3: Kind of, yeah. Actually, the, the ending is probably what makes really makes that character for me is that the game actually ends when she dies, but it you can still play. And uh, even though you don't have to do any of it, one of the coolest parts of that game is that after the game ends and she dies, you're just sort of compelled to bring her back to life, which actually means the world as you know it ending. But you know, it's it's a pretty neat part of this the story. It's not actually part of the story.
2: We're really going for spoiler alerts, just left and right here. Uh, I'll like beep out <laughs> half of this info. <laughs> <where you> <laughs> I <find. like> <laughs> Although to be um, fair,
4: if you haven't played the 2008 <laughs> Prince of Persia, I think like this. Statue it's of Lamentations has to expire past, like yeah. eight years, right? And a console generation. The the Girl. cool thing about that game was...
1: <laughs> That's what it'll sound like. Well, Sidney's so going to beep it out. Oh, please yeah. don't beep it out. Don't fucking look at me like that. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at <laughs> you just in the way I yeah, <laughs> please. Megan, shut up. Shut up, Craig. Don't, don't tell a woman to shut up. <laughs> she is sexist. the only one. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your favorite companion?
2: Oh, we're talking to you now, okay. Yeah, we're um, your boyfriend who's next yeah. to you. Because that would be weird. <laughs> weird what else? game would be? They... I was going to say oh. Midna from Twilight Princess. It's the only thing I could think of. Companions usually drive me insane. They get in my way. They get me killed. Oh, but she's was... actually really funny, and she's helpful occasionally. What was
0: the name of the girl you had to drag around in Eco? and Yoda. she was just... Ugh. <laughs> Sorry. This is not worst companion. That was, that, was like,
4: that was the first thing I was thinking. Of. As I soon as she said that. that, like dragging someone around, I was like, "Oh man, Iko. or "Eco," depending on how you
6: want it. Uh, for me, I don't know if this would count, but T. yoshi or Muncha is probably my favorite companion. Bless you, Yo- Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> yoshi, the the friendly dinosaur from Mario. Oh, I've heard of him. Is oh, it Mill initial you or really first initial T? Name. First right. initials T. We don't know what
0: Yoshi's first name is.
2: What? It's not tight? Yoshi?
0: Nope. He's a Yoshi sword. I, I think he—that that is both his name and his species, yes, if I'm not mistaken. It it it's like Toad. There yeah. is both a singular Toad I, and a racist yes, Toad. I think the way <laughs>
5: Nintendo actually goes to painstakingly lengths to actually, you know, come up with this stuff, and I believe that is actually correct. <laughs> as weird as it is to say.
6: But I, I still feel like it's kind of weird picking him as a companion, because it's kind of like a power-up and also a mount, so... I don't know.
5: Mount your friends, uh, it sounds like a
0: pretty friends. good companion that, game rocks. Game. that would
5: be a good companion. Mount yeah. Your, so, your yeah. friend in Mount your friends.
0: True.
4: That always help oh, you yeah. get off. Sounds like that sounds like a
1: horrible idea. There's even swinging dicks in that game. That is also true. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: All right. So, Brian, number one.
5: <laughs> so, I was thinking of... I was going to think of different companions, and I was crossing off ones, and then I totally just remembered Ellie from The Last of Us. Oh, so, she was yeah. annoying. <laughs> she also <laughs> that, made the uh, game, you
4: goofball. Yeah, I was to Yeah, all right.
5: Like as a as a
6: character, she was great, but like in gameplay, I thought she was really annoying.
5: No, absolutely. I wish opposite. she'd draw a Like brick compared at your to head. most companions, like. she actually like would follow you and stay behind walls when getting shot at. She would actually occasionally kill an enemy. That
7: was
6: underappreciated. Not for for me. When I was trying to be stealthy, she would always like run out in front of the wall and just kind of stand there in front of an enemy. And the enemy for some reason didn't realize she was there. So that's the older one that died. But yeah. (laughs) Sorry. All the
0: spoilers. (laughs) 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 All right. So uh, to kick us off. Brian, can you tell us about the story of Fallout 4? Fallout
5: 4. So, yeah, war never changes yet again. So this is the fourth installment of this game series, though. This is really the second installment from Bethesda. Pseudo third installment, if you include the fact that they farmed out uh, Fallout New Vegas to, uh, what was it, Obsidian? Yeah, Obsidian. So they published it, but they didn't. They didn't actually make New Vegas. So this is really Publish. their second Bethesda Game Studios Fallout game, and it plays much like Fallout Three in terms of gameplay. The mechanics, for current, are very similar in terms of story. How would uh, you describe
4: that to someone that hasn't played Fallout Three though? Yeah,
5: we'll go over mechanics like later, but I just wanted to make a mention of at, at the beginning. But we'll get to mechanics, I think, in a separate off-topic. So quickly, a quick rundown on the story. So in Fallout is basically this kind of alternate time, like timeline to our normal timeline where there was this big war at, at, you know, what was it 20, somewhere around like 2050 or
0: something. So I think it, it really breaks earlier from our timeline in that nuclear power becomes like this yes. everyday household thing in well, it, in this it, universe and that's kind of the impetus between behind a lot of what
5: Okay, yeah, if ends you want to get happening. way back,
0: go way back, yes. They they really have the, the
1: Chinese on... came in and they took over Alaska and then they were like fuck that and then that was a cool DLC and then this game
3: happened somewhere in there. This 2077 is when the bombs So fell anyway. That's
5: right. <laughs> Yeah. So as Will was saying, yes. In like the 1900s, they were relying heavily on nuclear power. It kind of ran their life. They were able to advance technology. Somewhere around, again, I, I was saying like 20, know, somewhere around 2050, 2040, something like that. They, they basically, natural resources were run up. So they had the, the major resource war, which was the US versus China. And that's what Nate was talking about, where China annexed Alaska, the U.S. annexed Canada, and and then the fallout from the war is they fired nuclear missiles at each other, and the world basically then goes into a whole state of nuclear fallout, and in other fallout games, basically you play a character who um, starts out after kind of the recovery, which is hundreds of years into the future from that. In this game, you actually start out, though, you're you're right before the nuclear blasts go off. So you get a good probably like 15, 20 minutes where you can make your character male, female. You have a, a spouse, you have a child. And one of the things that since they knew these that war was going on, uh, there's this company vault who creates these vaults, which are kind of like these underground caverns that are supposed to protect you when the nuclear apocalypse happens. So you basically... You, you get one of these, you get one of these invites into the vault and you and your family get there. And it turns out this vault is actually a cryogenic vault. So you're actually put in cryogenic stasis. You wake up in the future. You find, but you had a brief glimpse that your wife or, or husband was killed and your baby was taken. So you wake up and you go on a mission to get them back, the child back. And the good thing about fallout is that most of the game the story is yours you can go around do quests for characters you like you can play kind of good versus evil you can choose what characters you want to kind of live and die some characters can't be killed but most have a option where you can certain you can kill uh, certain characters and the whole story is basically you're on a quest to find your son and as you as you go you find out that the faction there's some factions that have kind of been running things in oh sorry this takes place in boston this Boston, morning, Boston. Other ones take place in like Washington or Vegas, but this one's Boston. And you find out Boston's being run by a couple of different factions. The biggest one is the Institute, which is like this, like the remnants of MIT. And they are creating these synths, which are like these artificial robots that they are using to kind of like replace humanity. There is the Minutemen, which are kind of like the local militia that are trying to protect everyone. Then there's the underground... Uh, railroad, which is trying to free the synths because they think that they shouldn't be slaves. And then there is the Brotherhood of Steel, which returned from Fallout three, and they nice are place. there to, they're there to basically wipe out what they perceive as things that are going to cause major damage, in this case the Institute. So as you go, you end up at the end picking a faction that you like and you basically eliminate the other factions. And you find out that you that the leader of the Institute is actually your son. And he is actually old. So you are younger than your son. And depending on the ending, your son, uh, your son will die. And you either say if you pick the Institute, you will take over as leader of the Institute. If you're in the railroad or Brotherhood of Steel, basically you just wiped out the other factions. And kind of just saying like, oh, well, the future will be what the future is. So that's basically a... a brief rundown of the story
0: so i so the thing that didn't work for me about the story is that the second time you go into cryosleep it became painfully obvious that you would have no idea how old your son would be yep like he could have been two minutes later it could have been two thousand years later and the the assumption that you just woke up five minutes later seemed completely ridiculous i don't know why anybody would have thought that going in
1: i didn't buy into this for one second i was like your son's out there and he's old
0: yeah. I really
5: I, see, I didn't think he was I old. figured he would have been dead. I, I figured he was probably like 8, nine, ten. I didn't think it was 5 minutes later, but I didn't think it was like they don't really tell you how many years and I wasn't pl- thinking like, oh, talking I, 60 years or something. I became
6: I, a- accusatory of every person every male in the game that could be your son. <laughs>
5: <laughs> You're just going up to people shooting want, them. Are you my son?
6: I wish there was a, a speech option for everyone. Are you my son? Because <laughs> I, I, it bothered me the whole time. Like, shooting people was scary for that
0: reason. I thought it was going to be the Brotherhood of Steel guy first. That was the first guy I was Why would really it be thinking. the Brotherhood of Steel? Just because that guy looked like my character, <laughs> mostly.
5: But they weren't even like... They, they don't even exist in Boston. They're out of D.C. Actually,
4: not really.
0: They're, They're in Boston. out west. It could have been 400 years. Who knows where your son got off to? He that could be in China true. for all I know.
4: I totally yeah, missed in the beginning that you went back to cryosleep after they show the scene of you stealing, or them stealing your baby. I just completely forgot that, that was a thing, and I was still thinking that it was your baby. Also, that says how far I did not get into the game to realize that he's not still a baby.
1: Well, this
4: is like, <laughs> what, did I, what did I miss in
1: Nino Cooney Kuni that your mom died? Wasn't that the thing that I missed?
0: That was brothers, but. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was shit.
2: That was about brothers. To be like, thanks, Nate. Thanks. That was uh, brothers. <laughs> in the, in the, Play in the, the game the, for
4: ten the minutes. prologue oh, where they tell
5: you your mother died, and, and you're like, Oh it's yeah. How my many mom died? Are you to spoil? Oh. I'm not spoiling
1: anything. It's in the prologue of both, <laughs> both games. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: my God. I have a quick question about the very beginning of the game. Does sure. anyone know if there's a difference between if you pick the guy or the girl?
3: As it, it, in terms, if you of... have a husband or not.
4: Oh, who did play, yeah, who did play,
2: who
5: husband played which no, gender? there's no difference. Yeah.
2: Just because, you know, it's kind of natural for the woman to have the baby, so if he, if, like hypothetically if, it, it seems weird, uh, they must have just switched it, and yeah. like, your husband I, I is holding as, the baby. Yeah, so I played as a girl, uh, a, a oh, girl okay. I believe and your husband
5: holds the
6: baby. Yeah. He was holding the baby.
2: Okay. So and they kill, they
5: kill your spouse, and they take the baby either
4: way. Yeah. It's
6: still your son?
4: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
6: yeah. Did none of you play as
2: a girl? I played
4: as a I female. played as
3: a Nope
2: i thought about it i feel the need to always play the girl to find out if it's different and this time i f- i had a feeling that i would lose something from it that maybe they didn't flush no. out the game no it's ever sad, since they, mouse they...
4: effect i realized that playing as a female is usually the better option because fenship was way better Fem- like you like
6: mouse yeah. effect but as far as the story I'm, I'm totally with you on that not only did it bother me that you didn't know who your son was or where or how old or alive it would be but also like i it, it bothered me it. That they were making you search for your son, and like, but also you can do all this other stuff. So like, how how Brian said, like you could pretty much do whatever you want. But I would kind of feel like a scumbag if I wasn't constantly looking for my son until I found them.
5: Well, that's a Bethesda thing, where, where yeah, though, not even say. Bethesda, but a lot of open world where it's like, oh, you have a you have a quest to do, and you know some your main story quest, and yeah. it's like, oh, this is time sensitive because you have to get here and and do this, and, but oh, if you want to spend 80 hours doing a bunch of bullshit, yeah, that's fine,
2: too. I always <laughs> fall for back. that. I cool. always go right to, if they say you have to go, I'm like, oh, God, yeah. I, could, I could lose the game. It's so urgent. But, but, but like, I think Mass Effect was the only I, one. It's not falling
6: for for me. Like, I want to, like, be involved in the story, and I kind of want to role-play. It's a role-playing game, and, like, it, it breaks my character for me to, like, because I don't, I don't even like kids. I don't want to
0: go get my kid, but in this <laughs> game, you have to. I completely
3: to. forgot about my kid. Ten minutes into it
0: in Fallout 3. There's kind of like a main trail that the that your father takes and um, You're supposed to follow him through that trail and get like pointed in the next direction And as I was playing I was just doing random shit and I stumbled into one of like the last legs and like found the end of the game on accident I didn't think that that was as possible to do in this game, particularly because of the way they brought in the Brotherhood of Steel.
5: It's not possible also because you can't enter because you to really get to the the quote unquote where the the major, you know, spoiler, like crazy thing happens when you find yeah. Where you find out that, you know, your father is your son is the they call him father, he's the leader of the Institute. You can't get to into the Institute until you do a number of other main quests. So they really, you really don't have that choice. You can't just like stumble
0: upon the institute. So, so I do like that they fixed that compared to Fallout Three. What other kind of things do you guys think that they have well, changed or made the gun better? The gunplay,
3: one hundred percent. In Fallout Three, the gunplay, yeah, it felt like a really elaborate game of airsoft, just cheesy gun mechanics. And in Fallout Four, they're they're a lot better. More... I kept forgetting to use vats. Like all the time. Oh, really? After a, after a
6: conflict, I would be like, "Oh, that would have been way easier if I pressed that button that stops everything." Yeah. <laughs> but I I did like the so, gun pl-
5: gunplay. Like, do you use guns or like melee weapons? Oh, uh, guns mostly. So so you were just firing like.
1: Wait, did someone play this game melee?
5: I played I, I played both three and four mostly melee. It's sounded like alive. a lot of
1: what. I went back and tried for a while, and I got pretty it's good. It's so I was much like, easier to I had, play I had,
5: melee. I had really cool really? brass
6: knuckles or something like that. I had Some kind of knuckles
5: which I, had I, a I machete, wanted to. Use. I had a fifty a, a machete that did fifty damage and did like uh, bleeding effect. So like I would go. I basically could go up to guys. Like I could go up to like any raider. Raiders are by the way, if, if you don't know, if you're listening to the podcast, they're like humans, scum. but they're. But they're scum, yeah. They're like, like they're just trying to like. They're the general
4: basically... cannon fodder of this game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
5: I could kill basically any raider one shot. I could kill like super mutants would take like two or one three hacks. Yeah. I yeah. have a problem. I, I have
6: a problem with melee because a lot of people have weapons that can shoot though, and I have problems with running at people
0: that are shooting at me. There were VAT's abilities right. in this game to like close distance and yeah. all kinds of yeah. fun yeah. stuff.
5: Not only that, you have a companion and like one of the things I actually the dog was kind of annoying to me. But, Super
2: annoying. But yeah. one of the
5: cool things about the dog is you could send the dog at enemies, it would go run, pin down, like, grab, like, the leg of, like, the enemy, and then you could I could just go up, run up, and just hack him with one shot and kill him. It's pretty cool.
1: Oh. Huh. I always thought so, that cr- it was, like, not, yeah, almost immersion-breaking. Like, especially in Fallout 3, I didn't do a lot of melee in this game, but, like... The way the game looks and feels if you're playing melee I always felt was very strange like it's, even when you go into vats like watching your character like punch should not really connect.
5: And... Oh, I didn't use vats for me- I don't use vats for melee. Okay. I just I basically strafe around the guys and just hack until they're dead and you know again when I again once I got the the machete I was like two or three hacks would kill pretty much every enemy.
1: Did you ever get like the what is it the the death claw?
5: Oh, the death claw hand? Yeah. yeah. I I had some of the materials for that. I, I didn't... I wasn't able to, like, ever... Like, I had a hand, but I never got the one that actually is, like, the weapon. But I wanted it. It seemed pretty cool.
0: So, Brian, number two, you played Fallout 3 also? Yeah. Okay. What other kinds of things do you think were better this time?
3: The crafting is another thing. I mean, in in three, the crafting was extremely limited. It was almost like an afterthought, and only certain things were craftable, and it was... So few and far between, it was almost a a novelty more than a gameplay mechanic. And, and then just New Vegas kind of bridged that gap, which is pretty cool. They, they even had the, uh, the reloading, the reloading bench which I I thought was amazing, but in four, they, they really ramped it up and especially with like a a game, like a role-playing post-apocalyptic game, crafting is sort of a big deal. And uh, the fact that they, they kind of went really in depth with that really helped with the immersion. Helped. I mean, it added so much to the game. So oh, if you're if you're into that, I guess the way the
0: crafting system worked in this game, it it felt like, or, so you'd have like a base, something, and then like you'd basically mod out your base your weapon. Thing, yeah. Right? Yeah. I had a little bit. It of didn't a problem feel like like I liked it
6: and I was excited about building guns, but like I still to this point don't understand how to like properly take pieces off of guns and save them for later. I feel like you should be able to like. Oh, you could do that. I know, but it's not very convenient. It's weird no, because what you not. have to
5: do is you have to at least what I did. I don't you know. Have if, to, I don't, you have to put another piece in, and then it un take, and then it takes out that. Yeah. So like, if you have a,
3: if you have like a no mod counts as well.
5: But you know, as like, putting a, another a, piece in. say a barrel, you would have to put, but. Like, so if you want, like, one of the things I used to have to do, like, to take things off, I'd have to put, like, the original barrel on. Yeah. And then that would take, like, of the gun, and then that would take the, but you the, still needed, the modern one off, and then that, then I would have it, and I could use it for something else. You still needed
6: to use your, like, metal to make the stock pieces of the gun and
3: things like that.
5: No, they were there, because like, they're If, if you didn't have them, them
3: originally, typically, yeah. Yeah. Which, well, which the
5: original is really stuff you would have when bother. you got the base. Yeah. I mean, unless you just picked up a gun that actually happened to be already modded. Yeah, that's
6: what I mean. Like, I'd pick up a uh, sweet yeah. gun that I didn't want. Like, it had a cool scope on it, but I didn't want anything else on it. So I'd want the scope, but I'd have to have enough materials to actually build the stock version of... Or no scope or whatever. A scope is a bad uh, example of it, I suppose. But I don't know. I just thought I, it was I clunky enough, and weird. Like, I, think, I always like, had enough
5: materials because I'm like... I-, I feel like scrapping
6: Ort. scrapping the gun should have taken all the uh, parts off of it and put I those into your inventory instead it, of putting the materials oh, into I don't your even inventory.
5: Think I, I don't think I ever even scrapped things. I think I would just, if I didn't want it, I would just
0: sell it for caps. For, for me, the, the fundamental nature of how the crafting system worked was just kind of weird. Yes. Like, it, yeah. it had to be, a like, in order to make a gun, you could have all the parts you wanted in the world, but you had to go find a gun to become the base of the new thing. And then, Not being
3: able to make the the base item, yeah, that's,
0: yeah, I missed that. And then so, like, the base item itself could have special attributes, and that's mm-hmm. kind of the only reason to okay go with, grab things out of see, the... I'm
5: okay with that, because if you... Otherwise, then, in the in, in a game like this, especially the way Bethesda do, does it, where they throw all these bunch of items all over the place, it's like a, you know, a trash heap of, of, a, of a game of things to collect... And now they finally made these things have some kind of, this garbage have some kind of purpose besides just selling it for nothing caps. Um, That's a
1: quote from Brian Pachuki right there. It's a garbage (laughs) heap of a game.
5: (laughs) (laughs) If they they gave you the ability just to make whatever gun you want without having to go get it first, then you could literally just grab a whole bunch of trash items and just make the most powerful gun in the game. Yeah, there wouldn't Um, really be an advantage
1: to finding like the legendary enemies and stuff like that, I guess. They really did
5: it to prevent. 'Cause it would have
3: been game breaking otherwise. Like that's it what wasn't I'm Skyrim. You that's know, insane. you could yeah. You could, you know, min max with the crafting in Skyrim and suddenly you have a, a short sword or like a hunter's longbow that can one hit Alduin, and that's just ridiculous. So Yeah,
5: that's I mean I think yes, that's that's I was getting at, yeah. It, we're, the
4: one I think, I think I, they
3: learned their lesson with that game.
4: Yeah. I, it almost felt like everything went just one level too far for me with the crafting and building your guns and stuff like that. Like it felt like they tried to give you too many options on how to present it, where like truly building up something that would be badass and awesome to use became unfun to reach that point, I guess if that makes sense. like Having an item that I truly wanted to use and wanted to upgrade became a challenge in itself, as opposed to can constantly switching between a bunch of things because of all the different items you would pick up and what you had the ability to craft. I like your
1: example of it being one step too deep with like when you build a power generator for your base and then having to like connect it with electrical wires as being like just one step too much. Yeah.
0: So we'll come back to the settlements in a minute here. Yeah. But I think that one of the things that really made the crafting clunky in the system is how, how annoying the inventory management was. Yep. It was terrible.
4: Does anyone yep. else hate that the fact that you couldn't change the junk, even at like a workshop or something, into just the items? So you know, like, I have exactly 22 things of adhesive or something of that nature, as opposed to, okay, I have two coffee pots, which breaks down into... It's like, I just want to break it down just so I have the raw materials in my inventory. Well,
5: so it's weird. In, when you look at the junk, you don't know that. But if you go to building...
4: Right, then it shows... Then, then it like, tells you,
5: like, oh, you yeah. have... 42 or whatever Adhesive, is
4: of it is, but I'm like, just from my own state of mind, when I look in my thing, I want to know exactly how many things I have. Maybe it's.
2: Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I mean, I don't think it's like It just makes the list super breaking. long every time that you look at it and you go, oh, what I do say, I need, I what ju- do I have? I just, just...
5: never looked at it because I always went into the building stuff and I was just like, oh, it has,
0: you know. Sorry, I'm nodding over here, which doesn't come across well on podcasts, but <laughs> yeah, I that store all junk button was like a set it forget it, and I never want to yep. never want to open that Pandora's box and see what the hell's in no, there. No, yeah, I
5: just, just want to for take a long up time I didn't and... realize
2: it was literally junk. I thought the
0: junk. <laughs> thought, yeah. well, while while we're talking about
6: junk, though, I thought the junk was actually kind of cool. Like the stuff you can pick up was well designed.
5: Right. Well,
2: it made it way
1: better than Fallout 3 where you could pick up all that stuff and there was nothing ever to do with it.
5: No, that, that's, yeah, exactly. You could
3: sell it for a cap, I guess,
1: That's if what you wanted you do. to. That's yeah.
5: exactly what you did. Yeah, that's what I did. Like, I put I a just, bunch of cool stuff in a room. They actually made, uh, I, think, I think Jeff Gerstman and <laughs> Giant Bomb actually said that they actually finally made hoarding. a, they finally thought of a purpose for all this useless crap that they threw around this game that you w- were suckered into picking up in previous games. Same thing. They like I like the change. Some of the changes they made, where they got rid, like in Fallout Three, your weapons degraded and you had to repair them. I'm glad they got rid of that because that was annoying as fuck in that game, and it just was so much. And now they made radiation have a meaning, which I thought was really good. Where you get radiated and that would take away from your max, like your max health, until you uh, used like a rataway away or something, and then you got it back. Yeah, that so was that very that well that presented finally,
1: and much more sensible. Yeah, because well, like what was in, it like
2: last time? 3, I mean, it drains your health
5: over time. But oh, okay. it, Like you had to be like seven hundred rat, like red, so before you, it really started yeah, matter. Yeah. So like it never became a problem.
0: And it just wasn't in the world nearly as much as it is in four.
5: Brian, I
1: have a question: Is there a Moira-like character in this game?
5: A Moira-like character? No, not really. I mean, no. Oh. She's not I mean she's just a tra- trading person in Fallout 3 who gives you these like ridiculous these writing a book quests and re- yeah ridiculous quests to write about like how to survive in the wasteland. and There's nothing like that in this game.
3: Do you find the wasteland survival guides though? Huh, as yeah. really? Item, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, she has you like doing escalatingly stupid things like going out and get irradiated until you're almost dead and like fighting rad roaches or whatever other things she's having you do to write the book and she just ends up being kind of like happy-go-lucky clueless kind of a jerk
0: i do want to admit that by the end of the game i had like 26 power cores
3: that was ridiculous
1: yeah Yeah. because
0: like i'm like oh this is a super special resource i can never get it so i'm gonna only use the suit in special occasions and then i ended up using the suit to get to the radiated area
5: i think i used it wants to kill this like super the, the super mutants have the, their dogs and there was one that was like a legendary super dog mutant and it was like in one of like the actual storyline paths and i'm like oh crap i'm like I'm never gonna beat this i died like 10 times so i'm like oh fuck it i'll just use a power armor and i think that's the only time i ever used i think it. i actually I,
0: had three power armor suits all sitting next to each other oh, I and i was like oh of- i'm gonna use these i had one of each type yeah i had issues some- leaving
6: a power armor somewhere i wasn't like i was not comfortable leaving a power armor behind so I kept bringing it to where like go to Diamond <laughs> City well I guess I have to bring this power armor suit with me and then there's not really a, I mean there's the rack there but I didn't have a house yet so I felt weird leaving it outside a house I
3: didn't own yeah I had a problem somebody problem had one of the with with. I think, I think I had 42 power cells before I stopped caring entirely about them I just oh, was wow. like you know what yeah I'm not
0: I definitely put my Never companion in a power armor suit at one point, which was cool.
3: I don't think they drain power cells when they're in power armor now. It's no.
1: amazing. That's pretty. It's like putting, giving Fox the laser chain gun in Fallout Three. What? Yeah. How often? <laughs> <laughs> it? Yeah, nope. it fell,
4: Yeah, completely <laughs> flat. How often were you guys using the power armor and then throughout the game? Because it, that, along the ride, right, a lot of you guys were. I'm like, this thing's special, and I shouldn't be using it. And I'm like. Or should I be using it just out doing my normal quest? I just never got into it. Well, don't nope.
6: get me wrong. I didn't use it for anything. I just took it with me.
4: Okay, all right. <laughs> well, so uh, did anyone use it for anything besides most those most last anymore. few quests?
3: Actually,
7: you, no, yeah. I, not
5: even. like. I, and again, the quest I was, I used it for I literally was like a quest like near like probably like 25% of the way through the game. So you don't need it for any meaningful
0: like for me, that that irradiated corner of the map where you meet the the scientist who used to be a member of you don't uh, you
5: don't even need that. I literally just put on like a they have certain uh, uh, you don't clothes. need it, but it
0: just made it way easier.
5: No, I just put on a clothes that had like you can build like those like uh, metal plates that like do e- like extra radiation protection, and then just use like I had like a thousand radaways, so I just used like. Five
0: radways, and I was like fine also was hoarding those (laughs) I don't know why
5: (laughs) I hoard everything so yeah I had a million of
3: everything I was uh I was with you guys mostly on in the beginning of the game where I just I left my power armor at home and wouldn't use it because I figured it was a you know very hot commodity and then you know like I was saying I got to like 42 power cells or something like that and I was like yeah man it's not even worth saving these so I, I started wearing it everywhere I went and it got to a point where I was finding them as fast as I was using them. So I, the only time I ever got out of my power armor was because I got bored, because it was it was so easy just run around stomping things. So just get I th-
0: out. I think at one point I saw that there's like a like an uh, perk where you, you like reduce the amount of power you drain out of the power cells. And it's like oh, once I get that, then I'll use my power armor, and then I just beat the game way before I even came close <laughs> to unlocking it. I don't remember seeing that perk, although I think the that brings
3: up. a sort of a excellent point about the, the perks, though. One thing that I sort of didn't like about the game was that there was no max level. And it was... Uh, because in the other games you have a max level, you can only get so many perks before you just couldn't level anymore and get more perks. But in this game, where there's a max level, you could potentially... Or there's no max level. You could potentially get every single perk there was to get. And I think that level was somewhere around 236, or I'm not sure exactly, but... And that sort of just took all of the risk away from, you know, there, there's no question about getting a perk because like, you know, oh, fuck it. I'll just, you know, if I don't want this thing, it doesn't matter. I'll just, I've got as many levels as I want. You can get everything. And it was actually at that point that I realized, or I didn't care about what perks I was getting per level, because I realized I was going to reach a point where I, you know, was still gaining levels and uh, didn't even have perks I wanted to get anymore. It
1: was definitely like the opposite of Fallout 3 in that regard, where I was always like stressing about how many levels do well, I have left until 50? Which perks can I get? Like, It felt like I almost needed the plan of attack, whereas in this game it's just like, oh, I can just kill more enemies and get there, just like you said.
5: Precisely, well, do we want yeah. to talk about perks? Because the perk system is completely different in 4 than 3.
6: Absolutely, yeah, totally different. The perk system looks really cool, I'll say that. So I do in like th- that.
5: In 3, you know, so you, you always start out the game in Fallout where you ha- they, they they call it special. Strength, perception, endurance what? agility charisma charisma intelligence. intelligence agility and luck and you get what is it? some amount of points and you can you know like they go from zero to ten. Ten is like you're maxed out and you get to put your you pick like what you are so you pick you put points in each of the categories you know and you, you you know and you have to pick like do i want to be a more uh person who has a lot of strength it could do a lot of damage or do i want to be a person who you know, like is very lucky or a person who can endure a lot or has a lot of agility, whatever. So in Fallout 3, once you picked that at the beginning, it was set for the game. You could not change it. In, the, in Fallout 4, every level you can, you know, do different perks. And one of the things you could do is you could put that into your special. So you could basically max yourself out in special, which kind of really breaks the game. And well, then very much like Skyrim in that. In that yeah. regard, I mean, I but... liked in Fallout 3 where you, you got like just some points when you leveled up. And then you put it towards like certain things, like certain like abilities you have, you know, like, oh, do I want to have this? Like, I think they call it like the luck, this like when you're in VAT, you shoot and you might get the perfect, you know, the stranger guy c- that comes bow, in bow. and uses. Mysterious a- stranger. But like in Fallout 4, Best you just perk. like pick <laughs> these perks and like, uh, you know, like, and you could put things in special. And I think that just kind of totally breaks the game because uh, it, yeah, it allows totally. you
0: to do things way too easily. Special was far less special in this game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
3: putting- Tenant intelligence was almost the only thing worthwhile to do in the beginning because it got you experience faster, you leveled quicker, you were able to put perks into things quicker. Almost seemed like it was pointless to do anything but. Do you?
6: Because it was similar to the Skyrim system. Do you think it worked in Skyrim, or do you think that was? I think it it worked a lot better in Skyrim. Yeah, me too.
3: Especially because Skyrim had a max level, if I'm not mistaken. So. Yeah. And it, you know, like I was saying, the the max level sort of it forces you to to be economical with your choices you, you know you couldn't just put your first 15 levels into magicka because then you'd be sort of fucked on health and yeah yeah you know there, there's there's nice. a lot of reasons you'd uh you'd have to be economical about your choices and what? fallout 4 that with the perk system is just i mean it, it made it fun it made it so that even casual players could go into the game and eventually like you know do whatever it is they wanted to do. You didn't have to make multiple characters. You didn't have to go through the game a bunch of times, but it also made the experience a little, uh, cheaper. I think
5: I just didn't think it mattered. Like, I mean, I I ended up like, I put all my stuff like, uh, you know, in the beginning, the first probably like 10, 15 levels, I put everything into like special or most everything into special unless I needed something. And then like the next 15 levels I went through next 15 or 20, I literally was not even picking anything when I leveled up because I'm like, I don't need any of yeah, this stuff. Nothing you don't need. I had maxed out my charisma and the game was like so easy because I could basically make any person do, you know, like do anything. I, like they would say like, oh, you need to go find such and such and do something. I'm like, well, why don't you just tell me what, what you know, the answer to it instead of making me find, like, okay. You know, cause I was maxed out on charisma and it was just like game breaking.
3: Also, they did away with skills and replaced it with a perks more or less, which I thought was kind of yeah. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah.
5: They, yeah. In Fallout Three, they called them like skills, yeah, abilities, whatever. Yeah.
3: Well, because you had perks and you had skills, and I what, I really liked the skill system the way that the Fallout series had it up until Four. What were where, the
1: skills again? Can you run me down that? I just don't remember.
3: In uh three or yeah, New Vegas. Either, uh, either one. I mean, you had small guns, big guns, repair, That's science, right. that stuff,
1: and you could like tag them at the beginning. Of the... Okay, I remember.
3: That. Yeah, you had your, your I guess you would say prioritized skills. You had three. You could choose a perk that gave you more. But
5: yeah, yeah, you would have you pick a perk, and then you'd have like a couple points into skills.
3: And that that was yet again another level of, of economic choices that you had to make because you only, your, your intelligence decided how many skill points you got every level and you know once you reach, reach that max level your skills are that's where they are was where is where they'll stay unless you found magazines which never really i mean they give you like one skill point per i think and there are a limited number of those too so you know really forced you to make uh smart decisions based on how you wanted to play and i get i think that uh, the biggest reason they they did away with that is because they wanted to make it a bit more accessible to people who weren't You know, necessarily play four
0: times. Yeah, just understandable. I guess
4: by doing that, I feel like they made it a little bit less successful by giving you more of everything. It feels like the design doc for this game was just all capital letters. Let's give them more of everything. And
6: really, is it that game breaking? If like, I mean, you don't have to do that, right? right? You don't.
4: I didn't do anything. I didn't level up my specials with charisma or anything like that. Like I didn't. Like, like is the only problem we have
6: with it that we that we kind of. Overpowered ourselves?
4: Is self-inflicted. Well,
5: okay, yes. You don't yeah, have to do sure, it. Sure, but by design. But I mean, it's there, and I mean, I, guess I don't it's have up a problem
0: with the it. Or not? I don't,
5: yeah, I mean, I mean,
6: if you didn't do that to yourself, then it wouldn't be game-breaking, right? Like, did you not notice that you were gonna overpower yourself?
5: Well, I mean, how, you, I,
1: how in I the didn't world re- would you know that? That's that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's a silly claim. I mean, like, all right, if you start, I, out I'm the just trying to
6: trying to understand it because I didn't. I obviously didn't get that far where I would be overpowered on anything, but
4: yeah, <laughs> you know. I was right there with you, Paulie. I was like, I, I maybe I missed something, but like in the first, you know, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen levels, I never got to a point where the game was made easy on me.
0: Yeah, I, and I like the system because it partly because of what you were complaining about, in that there are, you know. Let's see. Well, there's like sixty different atch- or you know different perks that are all do something completely different, and yeah. you can totally be like, well, let me just try out what what does this thing do? I can breathe underwater. Do I even care about that? And then you know you may turn out that oh my god that's amazing, and I want the rest of the levels in that or oh my god that was complete waste i'll just you know continue to level up yeah a lot of of perks actually influenced me as to what i wanted to do like i'd see a perk
6: i can't remember the name of it but i was playing a female character and it was like black widow or something like that oh that's a great
3: one that one's good yeah
6: and i was like oh that's really freaking cool and kind of like influenced where i was going to spec my character and lady killer is the male version of that by the
5: way Yeah. yeah okay no, I mean, yeah, I don't ent- have a problem with the perks. I have a problem with the fact that special is not special anymore, because right. it went from you created, you know, just like how you 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 have they have character creation, like you, you know, you can, you know, make how you you want your character to look in like in different ways, like face and body and whatever. Special was also that, so you could say like, how do I want my character to to be in terms of like you know like level actually I want a
1: derpy brute strength character well that's who I would be for this entire game basically
5: But then you could like when you le- when you played the game and you leveled up you could just literally make yourself like everything which kind of I'm like well it defeats the purpose and, of how my character was you know like I I made my character this way and now I can just put everything to it and but, I'm just this Agnostic, at, what, at what point you know, in the
4: game did you decide to make that choice, though? I guess that's where it comes down to, because throughout the beginning of it, I guess I never was thinking about the max level in my head, so when I was making the choices on which point was going to go into it, especially in the early goings, it felt still meaningful to me on what I was going to choose. And to Polly's point, it was something where I'm looking at it as, how am I going to get a benefit out of this right away? And I was nervous about specking into the wrong thing, that wasn't going to help me and then, or specking into the wrong thing that would help me right now, but then be completely useless as I continue through the game. Like, all right, do I really need this right now? Or is that short-term game, but not a long-term play? Like I wasn't well, if, thinking like I'll be able to resolve this by having more skill points towards as the game continues on.
5: But if you want certain abilities, like Will was saying like, oh, do I want this ability? And do I want, you have to get to, certain level like certain numbered level in that spe- in that specials category so at the beginning i was just like oh i want to use this the, this ability all the way at the bottom that you know on all the bottom ones required you be maxed 10 and i'm like oh this one's cool so i'll start pumping some points into this special but then by the time like like charisma or whatever i, I got so high in charisma that i didn't even and i was just doing that by wanting to get abilities and then Realizing that, oh, now I'm like way up in charisma has now made this game way more easier than I was expecting. And I wasn't thinking, I wasn't even thinking along the lines like, hey, this, you know, like I didn't know it would do that. But now I see it like, oh, wait a minute. Now it's way easier because my special is now way high. And, you know.
1: One of the things I really liked about Fallout 3, I guess in, in response to Brian's last point about kind of looking at the bottom of the tree and just being like, oh, I need level 10 charisma for this. I'll get level 10 charisma in four levels now. Uh, congratulations, you're level like 14 and you have the bottom of the tech tree. I think that Fallout 3 had level requirements for some of the perks. Was that present with any of the perks in the tech tree here?
0: Just this. Well, first of all, you had to have the level requirement to get down to it in the first place. Okay. But then the okay, second levels also had higher level requirements. Okay, yeah. I was checking.
5: And some things needed other things, like if you, you know, like oh, okay, you need to get the second level, you also have to have some other perk or ability. So
0: So speaking of something else that had special, but also wasn't that special, we recently had played and talked about Fallout Shelter, which you can go back and listen to our other podcast for. But uh, Nate, you wanted to talk about how you thought that that tied in or didn't to this game? I guess I
7: felt
1: like kind of the base building aspect had some obvious... Well, maybe not obvious, just some tie-ins to kind of how it was presented, the same kind of... I, I don't know, it was almost... It felt like the game being kind of like citizen management was a little bit like what you're doing with your towns and your settlements in Fallout 4. Is Is—is that... I didn't play that much of Shelter. Is that something that anyone else kind of felt?
2: I noticed that. I didn't play any of the, any of the other games. I probably did an hour of New Vegas. So playing Fallout Shelter gave me that little tiny bit of, oh, this is familiar. I kind of know what I'm doing for about five seconds of this game. I definitely noticed the tie-in. I'm just not sure. It felt a little weak. I thought that the app was going to have a lot more of a connection. And it was this little tiny, itty-bitty, like, cute connection as opposed to actually what the game is like. little cutesy kawaii thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess just coming from Fallout 3, like, I anticipated or and not and going into the game kind of blind, I I assumed Fallout Shelter would have nothing to do with the game. And then when I saw that there was settlement building at all, I was like, oh, this is almost kind of a hint of what was to come in this game.
3: I think that's all it was really meant to be was a hint. You yeah. know, it gets you used to the idea of resource management and you know prioritizing building and structures and all that kind of thing. But I, I think you know, bottom line was it was it was a hint. I I mean, it was. I don't know if
6: they were necessarily going for that, though, if it had to have the tie-in to fall for. Like, they
5: they made a lot of money on that game. It was quite successful. Oh, no, yeah. And I don't, I don't like, think they put it out as a tie-in to make, like, yeah, oh, yeah. they did it as, hey... We have some time before the game's coming out. Let's drum up more interest in Fallout by getting everybody, by saying, like, hey, it's E3, and the game's out now, and it's free to play. So yeah. everybody yeah, can like, go download it on your mobile device and play it. And then you're all getting excited about Fallout again. And then, oh, Fallout 4 is coming out in November. Yeah. So
0: I, I think the thing that's missing for me is, like, I can see how they're related, but they don't, like, the systems don't seem related yeah, at all. Mean, the I only thing that, like,. Related it ties in the name is like names and stuff the thing that 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 is un- unobvious to me is i feel like if i were involved in making fallout 4 there's nothing in my head that would have been like oh we should also make this app because that's like completely different from what they were currently making i don't know well, they about also that. made an app for fallout 4 though and you think about the development yeah.
1: cycle though like
0: stealing my thunder <laughs> all right. sorry about that <laughs> that's the transition to the next topic but there was also the companion app to this game yeah. i tried to use it for like Did oh, get the, the map Pip-Boy thing edition? myself
5: Did anybody get the plastic Pip boy and you can put it in oh hell no anybody
3: <laughs> what
6: i'll admit that i wanted it if you got it, the special edition money if there for was, it. was like
5: an actual like I like plastic gar-
6: gadgets
5: and you could put your phone into it. So it would look like you actually had a pit. For when you from what I understand, app, very few
3: like people board. actually got those. They had like a limited
5: run, but they started putting more out again. Did. Cause I remember after a while, like I started seeing like, Oh, Amazon or Walmart or Best I thought Buy's you meant you type. saw
2: people walking around with them. No, so I never actually really seen like one in the, in the, like outside of like
5: the, you know, uh, video game. you, mean you media don't computer. have a nuclear power. Oh, computer on. We know you're
4: walking around Walmart
0: with one. So one of the interesting side effects anthony Gallegos brought this up on rebel fm was that one of the the, the time or the main time when the game autosaves is when you go, actually go into the the Pit boy depending on how long it's been since the last time you went into the Pip-Boy. you can
5: actually set that that's a setting you can change
0: right but the, but the Side effect is that if you've got the map up or you know whatever you're doing on the pit boy stuff on your phone, you'll never actually go into the pit boy in the game and so you won't autosave for extended periods of time.
5: But it autosaves when you go into buildings too, like when it
0: loads, right? But you could be wandering around the wasteland for two hours before you could, but I I
5: always went into a lot of buildings, which drove me nuts because the loading in this game was atrocious.
4: Really? It was oh, atrocious? like yeah, so. South Park Bad. Yeah, totally. I... Well, oh, no,
5: South fun. Park Bad is, like, up on its own level, but this was long for a, like, and the amount of, like, times I would go in and out of a building and it's loading, loading, like... I didn't think it was that bad. It didn't yeah. bother me so much. Yeah, I was like, like... I, I guess I it was better the than Skyrim. Went,
4: Skyrim was really bad. Oh, sorry. Yeah. The first time when I was going in and out of a couple of buildings, I was like, oh, this could get frustrating if you're just having to wait for it, but then when you're actually doing it out in the wild and you rarely go into a open a door and it loads and it's usually within like 30 seconds i actually, like uh, actually under 30 seconds probably like 10 or 15 seconds it, no, it, it never actually i, I, I just it changed my drive. mind
0: because the fast travel to go back to your home base which you had to do all the time when you got yeah. loaded up that took seemed to like take forever particularly because i would like game the system so I had just enough strength to get back to my home base and then I'd have to like walk across the home base being fully burdened (laughs) and so that and then go sell off a bunch of stuff and then walk back to the the armory and junk everything and then walk over the thing and then junk it and then so like that whole process seemed to take forever.
5: Just down a beer or wine. That's what I did. Well, I was just, dr- right, so I was just <laughs> drunk all the time because I was like, "Oh, I, I'm way over encumbered <laughs> with the stuff." So I got I need another 10, 10 weight. So drink I, a, that down is a of good beer,
0: <laughs> which is a good strategy. So drinking beer a bunch will get you intoxicated and or di- addicted to substances, which I thought was interesting. They brought what? back to this game. Yeah. So yeah. if
2: you, if you get, either drink not too much, long. or
4: if you use too many of any the, of the chems. yeah, the chems, you can get addicted.
0: How does the
2: addiction work, though, in the game?
0: It's like a permanent debuff, and you have to go to a doctor Doctor, to take it off. Interesting. So there is a whole side quest line where there is like a prophet lady who uses increasingly harder and harder drugs to, to see the future, and her prophecies are incredibly vague and don't mean shit, but did anybody else finish that quest line? No.
5: No. You know, at, at the beginning of the game, because she's one of the initial people, like, when the first mm-hmm. part of the game, you, you when you meet the, the Minutemen, and they're like, let's go build this settlement for the first time. And she's one of the people, like, the few people that you first meet in that, that group. And I talk to her, and she's like, yeah, they keep wanting to, like, Preston, who's, like, the leader of the Minutemen, keeps wanting me to stop doing this, and I don't think they should tell. And then, like, you get to make a decision, like, tell her to stop using it or whatever, and I'm like, I didn't really feel like I like should be telling her what to do, so I was like, Okay, do whatever you want. But that was like the last I heard from her in terms of like that storyline.
0: So I kept giving her harder and harder and drugs until she you just killed herself. The addiction. <laughs> until yes. she killed herself. What? And then everybody else in Sanctuary was like, You douchebag, what the fuck were you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I <was> like, what?
5: <laughs> did you get did you at least get anything out of her? No, like they were all pre-
0: completely vague. <laughs>
5: You just killed her for nothing.
0: The father of the son will come back in the year of the fire. And he's like, (laughs) So that was one of the quest lines that I went down. Were there any quest lines that you thought were, did you get a chance to do any quest lines, Megan?
2: Can't see me trying to avoid (laughs) Will's gaze. (laughs) You do not want to know how far I made it into this game. I tried to play last, well, this whole last week. And I just sit there. Did you make Man. it out of the vault? Yes, <laughs> I did. But then this morning I was like, oh, I I read that you could get pretty far if you just stuck to the story plot. And I so got the main distracted. Quest was the f- I tried, but then I got distracted. I realized I could clean up the sanctuary and I couldn't stop <laughs> picking stuff up. I was like, oh, it looks so much better now. <laughs> I didn't.
3: All of the A lot of the companion side quests are really fun. Any and
0: particular one you think was interesting? Mercurio was my favorite side quest just because
3: it was pretty involved Curio is my favorite companion I don't think
0: I know who that is she's
3: the the robot she's the Mr. Hand or the female version of Mr. Handy Handy
0: and she is is she the one she's got a a town of her own no 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 no. so you Mm. go into
5: vault I forget the number I think I want to say 80 something it's one of the vaults in the middle of the map and basically you go into the vault and it's people are still living there and then they have a vault next door that's connected to it and that vault was like like it's
3: the secret part of the vault yeah
5: and vault tech is always doing weird things like in your vault that you start in like it's the cryogenic vault and in this one it was like they were trying to to put people there as test subjects to give them diseases and then figure out how to cure them for the mass good so basically they killed all these people and she was one of the robots that was there experimenting on people and you can get her like any companion to join you and she's yeah she's like a, a mr handy but eventually
3: you can through her companion side quest you can eventually find her a synth body and she is basically human at that point hmm. oh that's kind of cool cool. it's really cool because she's got some useful skills you know medical and stuff she'll heal you but just the the side quest in general was just really interesting plus it kind of played into the whole synth like are you know are they really human or should they be treated like humans you know it kind of had
0: that duality i thought it was fun how about you craig what was your favorite quest line
4: I actually was enjoying one of the Minutemen quest lines, which is probably early on in the game, where you're taking back the castle that used to be theirs and oh, that's has cool. the radio tower.
0: And that giant yeah, the thing giant comes
4: queen out. whatever it was, muscleisk or whatever. Ah, just kinda Marlai, comes uh, over the side of the wall. I was like, Oh
0: sh-. it should look like freaking Godzilla coming in. <laughs>
4: pretty cool much. Shit. And I got destroyed initially and then I figured out that you can walk around kind of inside the castle and find like a rocket launcher and some rockets and stuff like that and i was like all right and we so learned that- we could synthesize like new better chems like psycho jet and whatever psycho buff and whatever yeah at the chem station that they had there also so i was using that to buff up before the battle so it was actually
5: Mate one was of the was just ones injecting for... himself left and right yeah so- pretty much
0: <laughs> slightly after that spot in the quest line there's a spot that just kind of i i don't know why it was so unobvious to me but one of the quests is to, like, clear out the, the bottom of that fort. And so you have to go into the crafting menu and remove some rock so that you ha- can get access to the bottom of the...
4: Oh, uh, I didn't. Yeah, I did not <laughs> play that next area, but that's interesting. Would not so, have thought of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it kind of, like, points you straight at it, and I'm, like, looking at a wall, like, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> I remember <laughs> but that But it's part. still
4: part <laughs> of the settlement area, so you <laughs> can go into the crafting menu and exactly. remove it as junk. Interesting.
0: Yeah, it was kind of a weird case where both of those systems interacted, which I don't recall seeing before.
4: Yeah, that's pretty cool.
0: Mr. Pauly, do you have a favorite questline?
6: I don't know about favorite. I thought it was interesting. I liked it, but I did it wrong. I... Uncovered a quest that I didn't have—the
0: Silver Shroud. Did anybody do the Silver yeah, Shroud
6: quest? Yeah. So I didn't actually have. Is that, that the quest. superhero one?
0: Yes. Yeah. I found the stuff and yeah, had it in my inventory the entire time and didn't know what the fuck to do that's, with it. That's
6: what I—I I, I went to the Hooper's comic. I saw a comic shop, so I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll go in there and whatnot." And went yeah. in, and they had the whole sl- Silver Shroud thing which I thought was cool, but I, it, well, I didn't have the quest. So I don't know if that counts, but there was like...
5: No, there's an actual quest. Did you, yeah. you do something yeah. with it? There's a, sto- there's yes. a quest
6: I found out later in the memory den that you can get for it, yep. but pretty much the, the object of the quest is to get the Silver Shroud costume, which I got. But there's and a bun- there's story No, involved. no, there's
5: way more than just get the costume. <laughs> oh. There's a whole, like, you become the Silver Shroud. and you- tell us more. Yeah. So one of the things in the game is, is your Pip-Boy has a radio. And every so often when you're around in different parts, you'll hear, like, radio signal found. And if you go into your pit boy you can turn on that radio signal and you'll hear a message and that would bring you to certain things. When you get close to Good Neighbor, the radio signal goes off and you can listen to it. And it's this guy who's doing the, the Silver Shroud program. And the Silver Shroud is back in the time, actually, when your character was alive. like Not alive. In his present time, there was a, you know, like like the old style 30s, you know, detective radio programs that go, you know, like, oh, this is the, whatever, the, the mist. R, yeah, I think is what it's called. And, uh, and this one was called The Silver Shroud. So your character's listening to it, and then you go into Good Neighbor, and you find out, like Polly said, that in, in this back room near the memory den, there's this guy, and that's where he's broadcasting for, and he tells you, like, oh, I really, I really like The Silver Shroud, and, you know, you guys bond over it. And then he's like, I want to clean up, you know, Good Neighbor... Uh, and I think the Silver Shroud would be it. I have this, you know, gun and I just need the other pieces. And that's what you get from the comic book store, which is like the the trench coat, the hat. And then you go around Good Neighbor and you do all these like tasks. He's like, he's like, okay, the first one is like this mob guy and you take him out. And then there's a bunch of other ones. And then eventually, like the main bad guy who's like controlling all this, like when you go after him and like he has all these lieutenants. So you're going around the waistline, like just killing his lieutenants. And then you finally fight him, but like he captures your friend and then you have to make a decision. Like you can either let, like he's going to he's going to basically hold him at hostage and like, you can either kill him and save him, or you can let him die. So yeah, there's a whole, like probably 10 quest arc of that. Wow.
3: It was fun. I did it too. I liked it. One of my favorite parts of that quest is actually how you can, since the, the main character the you know, your character he's from the time of the silver Shr- when the silver shroud was actually being broadcasted so he remembers all the yeah, all the, yeah. he talks about how he remembers it all so but when you're doing the silver shroud quests you can basically it gives you an extra dialogue option to basically you know say what talk what you silver would shroud, think yeah. the silver, which was hilarious because yeah. you would say the most ridiculous things in the most ridiculous voice and uh, you can i mean you can talk normally if you'd want and you can switch between the two but if you did the whole quest the whole quest line and you never talked to anyone else you would get the funniest responses from everyone you know just people would be like man you just never give up it's like <laughs> they just didn't want to talk to you anymore because like okay like cut the joke man we get it you know it's great it, it was funny
6: that's crazy i just thought it was a cool hat and costume the the, the part <laughs> i liked about it the things i didn't actually do the quest was I, i'm big on these games on like reading the the Thing you come across terminals, I skip and things to... like that. No, or, oh. like actual, like I don't know what you'd call it, like background story or whatever. But there was a whole like communication in the in the terminals between the people who were running it because I think it was actually a TV series or something like that. That's why they had a costume; it wouldn't just be radio. But they had like a whole the, the producer and the actors, and they were all like talking shit about each other behind behind the scenes and everything like that. And I just thought that was oh, cool.
3: Yeah. The, the flavor text in general of the whole universe is really fun, and you know, yes. it's just. A random building, not even a quest attached to it. You can just find all that kind of stuff. Really if
6: believable re- stuff and realistic stuff. Yeah.
3: If I recall correctly, the the silver shroud. It was like they were trying to drum up a, a TV series, and that's when. And then the bombs fell before it actually got taken off. You know, now you bring up the the flavor text. You find in all the buildings. It's uh, that's a really cool like passive storytelling that all the Fallouts have kind of had, where they you know they, they kind of give you an idea of what the world was like before the bombs fell and how it's like you know people reminisce about how it used to be or they used to anyway you know they don't really most people alive in during the games don't know any better because it's been 200 plus years but uh, you know you read some of the flavor texts and it's almost like you know 50s era you know everyone's terrified of communism and just uh, you you know you go into the the business buildings and and you'll see all these posters up about corporate espionage, and it's just the same, you know, propaganda poster. It looks like North Korea. You know, it's, it's a pretty cool way to 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 kind of set the scene and tell the story of Fallout. You know, it was a great was... quest
1: line in Fallout Three to diverge slightly, but kind of keep with that theme. Was the one where you go back, at, like, where you go into the imaginary village and all the like, God, what?
0: Maybe it was maybe in one of the in... other vaults. Where you're like they're like playing out a kind of the pre-bombs like village, sim- yeah.
1: Yeah, and then like they're all like turning turning against each other, and you're kind of like,
0: yeah, it's like uh, what's the name of that oh, village I or that. the? It's so they yeah, they just have. Such it's a like a Stepford like... Wives kind of thing going on, right?
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. They they basically decided who got how many females. You know, there's, I'm, I it was one of the vaults, yeah. Vault the vaults
1: really cool i didn't get to explore that many in this game were they equally atmospheric
3: perhaps more so i think oh shit and in previous games i felt like the vaults were more for the loot you know they had they had obviously the storyline and all that going for them but primarily you went to them because you you got you know sweet guns and shit but in this one you didn't get as cool stuff usually but There was a lot. Normally, there was a lot more that went into it. You know, it wasn't just, you know, climb into a vault, come out, emerge 30 minutes later with, uh, you know, kick-ass gun. It was, you know, climb into a vault, find out there's a big story behind it, leave and go finish some stuff, and then come back. And anyway, there's there's a lot more to them. That that was my experience with the vaults, anyway.
4: So, from a lore perspective, were a lot of y'all just reading everything you could read in the game, or were you being a little bit more selective on what seemed interesting.
6: I always read whatever I can. Now, don't get me wrong. I've, the flavor tec- the text in this game is cool and I liked it, but I thought it was really flawed having it be on terminals and it's not where I wanted to read the flavor text. I liked Skyrim's stuff a lot better and I think that's fair to compare it seeing it's from the same people but just having it like you pick up a book and and you read through and and you can collect the books and keep them in your house and stuff like that was a lot better than having to go to a computer and and read all this stuff
0: i personally do much better with audio than texts so i tried when i looked at them i like probably the first couple dozen terminals i would like read through them and i just got tired of it and wanted to yeah. go on and do something rather than stare at the screen. I, I really feel if it was something you could take and read later, it would be better than... Talking. Oh, so I the audio liked... Tapes were like yeah, that. there I were like a couple that. of audio tapes, but like the, the whole system of trying to use... The yeah. the whole system of trying to play them, like yeah. if you didn't immediately press square, then they went somewhere in your inventory <laughs> and then you weren't sure <laughs> which ones thine. you would listen to or no, not. they went
5: into, they,
4: There was a...
0: Yeah, they, they went, went into in a spot in there but it they was.
5: Called, a, I think they're miscellaneous. Everything yeah.
4: about the
6: inventory was clunky. Yeah, I, thought, I was going so it went was in another there, part of it.
4: I couldn't remember which one was the name of the one that I just picked yep. up, and when I had like twenty or thirty things in the miscellaneous section, I was like, oh, I have no idea which audio one it was. That I just picked up some. All right, I'm just. Yeah, you know. and some some just picked up really, miscellaneous hello really tape two. number
3: sixty-two. <laughs> Yeah. Oh wait, was that 62 or or 47? Oh, right. Damn it.
6: <laughs> Some of them are really short and it's like you go all the way in and load it up and then you hear like a 4 second audio thing or something like that. Yeah. It's like okay.
4: I was um, like there was there was one specific thing that I did see on one of the terminals that was entertaining and it was a guy's poetry book. Hmm. It had maybe like 6 or 7 entries and it started out talking about when they were just trying to survive, and then it just slowly got more depressing until the final entry about another person there, and he just writes, Sue is mean and not nice. This is why I shot her twice. Oh yeah, I did <laughs> oh, <see that's>, that. <laughs> that was
3: the Raider. One of the Raider uh,
0: yeah. bosses, yeah. yeah.
4: And I was like, alright, that's pretty entertaining, but it seemed like that was an exception rather than like the standard of finding something memorable and entertaining.
0: I did like, the. there was one where this guy was basically farming Mirelurks, He like had a whole, he had a boat and then like this whole area around the boat, he just had all these myelurks and he was like feeding them and he just got like super crazy about how he would take care of them.
4: (laughs) That's the one where he had his treasure underneath the boat, right? It was in like a dry dock.
0: Yeah. That's the one.
1: I like that what I usually do with these games is when you're in a setting that's interesting, then I read everything interesting or everything that I can.
4: Oh, so rely on like the environmental design to shape if there might be interesting content within.
1: Yeah, because you're going to be in like a vault. You're going to be reading stuff and you're going to find some pretty interesting story. If you're in like this guy's Mirelurk farm, yeah, you're going to find something funny.
4: Like, if you're in just a random person's house and there's just some random content, like you may stumble upon a little nugget of gold or it could just be a nugget of coal. Yeah, that's when I skim.
0: So one of the quests that I thought wasn't not particularly my favorite, but like super interesting is I ended up siding with the, the Institute and so one of the first things they send you to do is go find the the what do you call it the railroad.
5: Yes, the railroad.
0: So you go and you go to the railroad people. These people that they think you're a member, and you just walk up in there, and then you just have to murder everyone. Yeah, it's so, so weird. weird. Hold on, were you
5: did you find them before you you sided with the institute or after?
0: I was with them before. Okay, I was I, a full, I was, I was a full-on member of the railroad. Okay, yeah, I was. I was gonna
5: say that, that, that like, so I played all. These you die like, now. That's what I did too. Like that was just funny. That was just
0: cool. Like I walked up in there and they're like, "Hey, do you want to buy something from us? Do you want to go grab a quest from the guy next to him?" And I'm like, "No, but I'll sell I want you something." No. all. No, <laughs>
5: oh, but let me pull out my magnum and shoot you. For I'm one.
0: <laughs> here
3: to kill you all. It's the of the nice little republic sith academy where you just walk in and oh you're a sith right nope just proceed to kill all the kids man. anyway it was fun
5: but you do that with every faction Not so boy, no matter man. what faction you pick you basically have to kill everything of the other factions like so th- the first one i did was i sided with the railroad and their first thing was like okay we need to kill the institute and we also need to take out the brotherhood of steel because they're getting in our way so we're gonna basically hijack one of their planes and we're going to take this bomb on their their huge and, and gulp to their huge blimp and blow them up and you basically have to do all that so you're just walking in and, and like you're a knight in the brotherhood of steel and they're like hey how's it going and you're like good okay i'm just going to leave this bombs here <laughs> for you guys you, all you way.
6: didn't have to be what? For that, do you have to get into the Brotherhood of Steel or something like you're that? You're automatically
5: or like, like that. You're automatically initiated. Into or, the Brotherhood. or like in
6: your quest where you just, where you, you killed the railroad, did you have to be that member, or is that just the way that yours went, your version of it went?
0: I don't think you have to join the railroad. But I, do, I don't, you don't actually I think you
5: have to. The Brotherhood of Steel, you're automatically put in because you you. It's part. Of the, that's part of the main quest. But I don't. I don't. Think you have to be a part of the railroad? I hope when I
6: didn't have to join the Brotherhood of Steel because I got to the part where they asked me to join, and I was yeah, just like, you can "Nope."
1: Defer. That's what I was gonna. Did anyone? Well, defer well I guess from... you could defer,
5: but yeah, I you don't do anything. You have to interact with from the Brotherhood of Steel.
3: It it's, it's, it's. You have to, but uh, you don't have to join them. And it's the same with the railroad. The railroad is an entirely optional thing. The, most of the factions, there's a main quest tie-in, but. There's at ad- no point are you obligated to join pretty much any of them. You have to choose eventually, but
0: when when the institute sent me against the Brotherhood of Steel, I had like already been doing stuff where we were fighting, and the Brotherhood hated me, but it wasn't as nearly as personal as like walking up and sticking the leader with a knife kind of thing. It's easier um,
3: to shoot people that are shooting
0: back. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although when I did fight the Brotherhood, you like. See all the people named, the things that you know, all those guys that were giving you quests earlier, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's great when you. <laughs> see Sorry, buddy. Sorry.
6: <laughs> I'm kind of disconnected to that because all <laughs> Bethesda games, or not uh, anything like Skyrim and Fallout and everything like that, I will save scum and then just murder everyone from time <laughs> to time. I don't know, just for fun, see what'll happen, kind of thing. Numb to the Cause... voices. <laughs> <laughs>
5: okay, so now that we've learned some interesting <laughs> facts about Bali, to be trusted this
3: one. Um. Did anyone side with the Brotherhood of Steel? I've anyone got, else? I, I guess
5: did them all, so I had. Oh, okay. I had that, and because to get the platinum, you have to do all the all the you know you faction things. Faction things, yeah. Endings, yeah. It, they're all the same. They're basically like you side with Brotherhood of Steel, and they're like, okay, we need the railroad is this annoyance, go kill them. Then, okay, now we're gonna go blow up the institute. So they're they're all the it's same. Am,
0: type. It's almost like war never changes. It doesn't so coming back from break we wanted to talk about was the mod scene behind this game somebody was saying that the most popular thomas tank engine (laughs) popular mod was something about randy savage is that right
5: well i don't know if it was popular but when i heard at least what i saw (laughs) it it was making making the, the um it was at least making the rounds on like ign and GameSpot and stuff that one of the mods was it Changed the look of Deathclaws to be, look like Randy Savage. <laughs> so, when you, so it's just funny seeing like pictures of people fighting Deathclaws that like are that look like Randy Savage.
0: Do they have the audio the too? Thomas or? the Tank Engine. I don't know. Is also good.
5: I only saw like pictures, so I didn't see like video. So I don't know if the audio actually. <laughs> so I know. Like, oh
0: yeah. Or I know Skyrim had one where they replaced the dragons with Thomas the Tank Engine. What did they do in this game?
1: I think the best mod and the only one that i used was the real dialogue replacement which replaced like the summary of what you were going to say with the exact text you were going to say
5: hmm. pc people is there any good mods you, you found
3: <laughs> uh, unfortunately i didn't know that mods for it yet because when uh, fallout 4 came out it would they made it pretty clear that you know, the mods would happen you know later that they would open up development for that. So I never actually got into the modding scene, which official, did
5: not stop. These aren't official mods. These yeah, are, that, that oh, not fi- okay. people.
3: Well, uh, I guess I never really looked into it because, which is unfortunate because I really liked all the mods for think, the various other Bethesda oh, games.
5: I think the, I, I remember the best mod. There's a mod to make Preston stop asking you, to get to that he found a new set help and a and new he, settlement
1: i got an update for you guys breaking news Thomas the tank engine replaces deathclaws missiles mini nukes <laughs> murder <laughs> launchers birds, and one of the flight wow. helmets uh sounds hilarious
0: although as an ant man tie-in is that how that worked
1: <laughs> yeah
3: one of the mods i would really like to see is a return of the reloading benches i really liked i don't know I never he was saw one on of the three Internet, people so. yeah that I used guess the apparently last time but um, I really liked the reloading benches from New Vegas and I'd really like to see that mod Remind me what they did. Reloading the ammunition so you could basically you would save your shells as you fired them off your casings or your your hulls or what have you and uh, using various other components you can make your own well you could reload your your bullets and then if you got further into it you could actually start making your own hand loads and there's a whole bunch of stuff you could do with the ammunition It it uh, gave you a lot more options as far as your guns and and how much damage they were doing and what you were doing with them i thought it was a really cool mechanic that obsidian added and then bethesda was like nah fuck that and and they they seem to do that a lot with fun things so
5: yeah, I don't fun. know. Fun, I'm kind of fun. with Bethesda. I don't really... doesn't seem like it's... The, I mean, maybe it's, it's different when you... you that seemed to have been it, the
3: consensus, just
0: but yeah.
5: Of, what you're kind of saying, I'm like, eh, I don't think I really would sit there and use it all that much.
0: I think... I can't remember what game... Is that it's like Mass Effect where you sit here in ammo and the, those. the one with the red the fire hands. the Bioshock. That's what I was oh, thinking about. Right. Know, well, I don't know. I, I kind of like the special words. ammo types in those kind of games. So I can I see why too. it might be interesting. I mean, you,
3: like you brought up... Uh, um, Mass Effect. One of my favorite things was to make a sniper rifle that shot grenades because you had those high explosive ammo. I mean, you could shoot one time and it would overheat, but it's a rifle. Who cares, you know? And it, it's, it's exactly it. It shot a you know what was effectively a grenade. And uh, like the reloading in uh, in New Vegas that they did away with. It was kind of along the line. It was more realistic than that, but you know that was one of the things that they they kind of gave you the option. Obsidian, in general, I think, does a pretty good job with the gameplay mechanics, and you know, it's. I was a little upset that that Bethesda didn't think it was worth including.
4: So, that i was going to say that leads to an interesting question that I had. And what did you guys think of the actual gameplay loop within Fallout Four? Was it something did it provide interest to you? Was it intriguing? Is it? Does it doesn't matter
1: well, So what I,
4: what, let, let me ask a better question. About
1: this. <laughs> Fuck you. What? What do you play Fallout for? What is your experience of playing Fallout? Any of the Fallouts, for that matter. Like was what, that intentionally a pun? Fallout 4. What do you play Fallout 4? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a pun, but thanks. <laughs> Wait, is that a pun? That's not what a pun is, right? <laughs> Listeners,
4: right here the first time. Now for the Twitter? correction section. <laughs> right.
6: I don't know if that was a better question. I don't understand the
3: question. Yeah, I'm not... It wasn't a better clear. question.
4: It was yeah, clear. I think it actually made it worse. Right. Right. What did you did want you know, out of the game?
5: Yeah. Is yeah. That what you, that's what you meant? Was... Craig, can you repeat your question so we can understand? <laughs> I'll
4: make it <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> All right, no. So to fix Nate's question, which was in turn trying to fix my question, I'll fix both questions. And then I'll clarify. <laughs> stop.
0: So what Craig, Craig is saying <laughs> when is when he's going go to and, fix the yeah. question that's about the question, and then I mean, Nate's they, going they, to fix the And then we'll get into what the actual question is. I have a question. So
4: when you go... When you go into Fallout, what are you looking to get out of it? Are you looking to play it for like, the story, for the shooting, for the RPG mechanics? What is the thing that you're looking to get out of a Fallout experience? Oh, what do you I play don't Fallout for? That, that was quite good. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
6: I don't know. I don't want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, oh, uh, I guess I've held that in. I, I was really excited about this game I pre-ordered it and everything like that and it Yo, just sucker. Sucker. D- z- I of just haven't had no fun playing That's it really I was excited because of things like you were able to build settlements and things like that which we haven't gotten to yet and we will but uh, because I like those kind of games I like some survival games but I just nothing about this game interests me even though like the setting is so interesting it just all fell flat for me so I don't play this game for that reason,
1: I think why Polly because many.
6: it's boring. I don't know why did it fall flat. Though? So
1: like, is it the shooting and the things you're actually the shooting doing that is are boring, fine. or is it
6: the quests are okay? Do you it, nothing is do exciting. you hate Bethesda open world games? Ex- excellent. What do you hate Bethesda open world games? No, I, mean, I love Skyrim. Like, did you
5: like Fallout Three? I
6: liked Fallout Three, but I didn't play through it all. I kind of got like so tired like, of the storyline. So what was in Fallout Skyrim
5: 3. doing that much better well, than Fallout Four? Said, yeah. It did have reasons. What, what? what did Skyrim do for you that Fallout 4 did not? The
6: the world was more exciting to me in Skyrim than Fallout 4. I would find I would go up to places in Fallout 4 that I thought would be exciting like the comic book shop and stuff like that, and the only like exciting part of it was the terminal flavor text,
0: really. And uh, like, there was the a costume. whole bunch of like colorful lights and stuff. That, that area was kind of cool.
2: Colorful lights. Do you yeah, think they have lights. Like, I don't know Barbarians, if Will's being a troll uh, or, or if he's actually
5: being serious. No, really. I can't <laughs> tell.
2: Like, colorful lights make a cool game. No,
5: they... yeah, I'm not sure. if this trolling? I love made... colorful lights. I, I may have
0: missed the colorful lights. Literally, there's a stage
6: there where. Oh, yeah, the thing the, is, and, the you like, and, the... and you can like turn on the turn on the lights and stuff like that. Yes, but I don't know. All right. Was that... Jesus, people. I know what you're talking about. They have they had the sound stage for the Silver Shroud TV show, and that's the thing. Like. I don't know so much of this is like forgettable to me like it wasn't in theory this all should have been fun and cool but I just it fell flat on me I, I can't exactly explain why I just I thought the world was more immersive in Skyrim and even Fallout 3 than this one I could have had something to do with the storyline me not being involved in it not wanting to go find my son or anything like that and also like I wanted to be in the settlement but I felt like I was failing my quest by trying to build a house in the settlement Cause it's against the storyline. I don't know. It just, I wish I liked it.
4: A lot of different things competing for your attention and none of them doing and then it also, to like the top level within any of its categories. Yeah. And also
6: Rocket League exists.
3: So that's a problem.
6: Yes.
4: <laughs> yes, it does.
3: I'm really big into crafting systems in games. Ask anyone that knows me. And we did not notice with yeah. the reloading combat. Uh, and what ties into that is, you know, you craft things, you want to use them. So the fact that the, the gunplay and the combat in general was just a lot Better, I said better. I guess I mean like more. It seemed less cheesy. You know, you didn't have bullets that were traveling twenty feet per second, like you did in Fallout Three. You know, little stuff like that. So the crafting system was a lot more immersive than it has been in other ones. Sans the reloading bench, and by extension, the the gameplay was that much more fun for me because I could. To see that the the things I had been making were that much more effective. I had a lot of fun with that, the storyline and all that. You know, I like any, any time I play a game, I like the story to be good. And uh, you know, Fallout 4 definitely did that for me. That was probably a bit secondary, but you know.
6: How'd you feel about the voice acting? That, that was one of the other things that took me out of the storyline. I it thought like, It was pretty terrible. Yeah. I thought all the voice acting was terrible. The, and the
3: characters. The main character for one his like his uh dialogue op- I mean he sounded like a really he kind of sounded like a jerk <laughs> like he was you know none of the dialogue options he really had and none of the things he said ever seemed like it seemed like he, he thought the whole thing was a big joke like I, I never could take the guy seriously and that was that was probably my main problem with the voice acting and stuff
2: I was never sure what the option I guess this is the mod that Nate was talking about but I'd look at it and I go is that going to be the smart ass option, or is that the one where I get more information and I help these people out? So I'd kind of stare at them going, which do I actually want?
4: Or say something that in turn gives a, like, not wanted experience.
2: Yeah, I wasn't trying to be a dick, it just... Or oftentimes I would
6: find all four
0: options were nothing that I wanted to say. It's like, nope, none of these are it. So speaking of the mods, is anybody interested in the upcoming DLC that's coming out?
2: Yes.
4: I'm curious just because of how good the DLC was for Fallout 3.
2: Yeah, so I don't even know what it is.
4: Does anyone have a rundown of what the content is that they announced will be coming out? I know they announced there'd be a new playable area, which would be their largest kind of area that they've released for any of their games. Post yeah, a bunch of stuff. I think it's off the coast Yeah, of they England.
6: also are going to have uh, it's all robots, robots. Um, come and, and go like through personal
0: robots. Personally, it's Yeah,
6: you can customize your own robots and have them follow you around and stuff like that, which uh, stupidly enough, I am excited about because it sounds cool, even though I don't like playing this game. Again, <laughs> everything sounds good about it. It just didn't work
0: for me. As long as you buy the DLC, they don't, yeah, really they don't care, care if, care if I play it or not.
7: <laughs>
4: right. Do you find yourself, as you sit here, talking about the game like, man, I really want to go back and play more Fallout? But then realizing when you start to play more Fallout, you don't really enjoy playing Fallout. When,
6: yeah. When Brian was talking about the Silver Shroud quest, I was like, "Oh, that sounds like kind of fun. Like I should do that." And then I'm like trying to remember that I did, well, don't actually won't actually have fun doing it. So I may want to go back yeah. into this game one final time <laughs> and murder everyone I can until I die, and then that'll be the end of my character. I kind of want to play Skyrim now. Skyrim. <laughs> I would recommend that.
4: I, I kind of want to play Skyrim too. Neither just, of you it, play it, Skyrim. I've never played. No, I I'm have five hours I was in. Mainly a <laughs> only PS3 player. Basically, last got generation. through
0: the tutorial.
5: Yeah.
4: I wish they I had spears in that game. Skyrim. I would or hope so. I probably own it. I probably never played it, which is
5: <clears throat> just just wait for the definitive
0: edition on current gen. Let me
1: tell you guys a fact. The coolest thing about Skyrim is the whole thing when you're like leveling up and you like look up at the Yes, stars. I was
0: just thinking about that.
1: God, it's so
0: cool. If only the perk system worked like that in this game.
1: No, you like look in a subterranean chamber here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the exact With opposite. A whole bunch of little oh, boys. Yeah, it's and it's cartoony. It's the it's literally the exact opposite. But we all know the greatest thing about Fallout is the vaults.
0: I think that's the whole
3: thing was, about Fallout. No? Was
0: was that a transition to something, or yeah. were you? Well, I, was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking about.
1: That's why I was like. Well, uh, I was kind of thinking about the answer to my question earlier. What do you play Fallout for? And I realized my that was my what question. What do you play Fallout Four for? Ahem, excuse me <laughs> Yours was... Uh, what, uh, uh, what, uh, what, uh, I don't know why you're Japanese. Hang on. Let me so what where do you I, play Fallout 16? What mechanics... Yeah, what mechanics make you enjoy this game? That is my question. I am Craig.
6: Wow, who said that?
1: I know, it's hard to tell it wasn't Craig, right? But my question it's was... almost
4: like we record on the same mic.
1: We are very close to each other. Yeah, I think... I play it for that like that atmospheric kind of feel. And the sounds out in the. He's touching my knee, folks. It's weird. I think, the, I think the sounds out in the wasteland, the little like creepy ambient music, the. Like, just. Everything, <laughs> why are you laughing? Sorry. You <laughs> we were like.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
6: I just thought that was fun. The,
1: the ambient sounds in this game. Ooh. <laughs> you know, the blaring klaxons. I, I'm sorry, what?
4: <laughs> oh. Drop this whole segment. The <laughs> I'm pretty sure that might be like the most fun the listeners will have up to this point. I think well. we should
5: break this topic out as a separate
4: challenge. Accepted. Topic. Yeah. All right. I'm just
5: imagining um, Nate on a date and like <laughs> he's rolled
0: action. He's like, Whoo! <laughs> <laughs> probably not far That's about off. Right. Yeah. Except
1: for the fact that I'm screaming and running for the hills. <laughs> you can't run. <laughs> Ouch. Actually,
4: that relates nicely
1: because the lady's like, or, or the guy, is like touching my leg, and I'm like, can't feel that. And then it's really romantic. <laughs>
7: that,
1: I, I was
0: surprised that didn't come up in like the VATS conversation or something. Well, get us
5: out of here. Oh, my crippled leg. All right, so uh,
0: <clears throat> I'm curious. Megan, did you make it to Diamond City at all?
1: Nope. Oh, my God, that was nope. cool.
0: No. You made it there, um, Nate? Diamond City?
1: Yes, yeah. Craig and I did together. So my, exp- I should probably Ooh. have clarified about... <laughs> no one's touching anyone's knees or leg. How do you know?
0: So God, tell man. us about Diamond City.
1: Diamond City is the megaton of this game, except there's no prophets yelling about the nuclear bomb in the center. Here, let me start over. Diamond City is a city in the middle of a baseball diamond. Fenway Park! If I knew more... Yes, oh, thank you, thank Craig. You. I was waiting You're
5: for welcome. Nate to you that... Oh, yeah, yeah it's Fenway if Park. If I knew more about Boston...
1: <laughs> yeah monster oh yeah that's their fucking that's the mascot (laughs) no that's not the mascot mascot, (laughs) whose mascot is the green man oh yeah that's philadelphia no that's the philly fanatic not
5: not the green monster
1: frenetic frenetic fanatic would be Go on. why don't you tell us about diamond city anyway it's a baseball like diamond that's been developed into a city and the city loosely follows the pattern of a baseball diamond and
5: that's hilarious
4: and there's a big tower that sits on the pitcher's mound
5: Right. And you get a trophy if you run around the bases. Yeah. I did that.
4: Oh, that's how that's the hit a home yep, run. Yeah, it's just run around
5: Ball. the bases from home plate to home plate. Just make a get a home run. Yeah. That's one of the. Uh... Was, was, that's
6: there awesome. a,
1: was there a football yes, trophy touchdown? Yes, touchdown. Mm-hmm. What's
5: yeah. that one? I forget. I don't even remember how I got it. And the picture. The...
1: Was there. Is there a. Is there a football field? There is,
5: and I think you have to do. I think you have to run across the whole football. I think that's exactly how it is. I, I, Probably that, that would make sense. Sense. One yeah. of the which is of not what a touchdown diamond is. Diamond City, no. would they be
1: police or
6: security? What do you call security? Yeah. Um, security yeah. They actually told me to run around the bases. He was just like, yeah, you yeah. should try running the bases. Trust me." And then it was a trophy. Oh, really? Well, oh, that's, that's that's weird. I really don't exciting. see that very kind of often cool. in games yeah. that they kind of tell you what to do for a trophy. So
0: I'm kind of, right. I'm kind of curious. For those of you, I think I'm looking at Brian, who. have been to Fenway Park how if there were any like characteristics of the park that you could see in the game or was it just like generic ass baseball diamond
1: yeah did you notice last time you were at Fenway Park that there was a giant tower on the mound and sort of a post-apocalyptic feeling so I've never
0: thing? I've never
5: officially been to Fenway Park I've seen it you know obviously like TV or pictures but the green monster we can only, is only definitely conclude that this like, is realistic. the, wall, the that, wall which is the wall in left field
0: did I go and paint for, as a part of the one of the side quests mm-hmm
6: uh, that they kind like yep. sure, of like, sure, sort of
0: worship the wall, or at least are respectful yeah, of the go, wall. Yeah, you go, yeah, deep reverence for the wall.
4: Paint after you get it from a hardware store, then you take. I mean, it, it back. looks pretty,
5: you know, like green. No, I mean the whole uh, <laughs> Diamond City looked pretty, like, you know, I mean, it's not 100, percent you know, realistic. but when it's it got the
3: statue good. outside, did
4: it feel it like sad. Boston?
3: No,
6: I did all.
5: I've been to Boston. It didn't really feel like Boston to me, but the look. And the parts that they did, like one of the ways to find the railroad is to go on the uh, railroad, the railroad. red mile
0: thing. Yes, yeah, that thing screwed uh, me up because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Oh, <laughs> well,
5: but that's an me... actual thing in Boston where you they have these red bricks that take you on this tour of like all these things through Boston, which let, is hilarious. Let me tell you the
0: quick story about that quest for me is you, when you start that quest, you go and you Freedom talk to Trail. a that's it that's it the you go and you yep. talk to a protect protectron protectron. Put, yeah, protector, whatever they're called.
4: protector tron And so you
0: you talk to that guy and he starts the quest. So I started talking to him and he was like, "All you have to do is..." And then I like got attacked by raiders, <laughs> and so I like fought <laughs> off these raiders and I turned back around and he's like, "And that's all you have to do." <laughs> <laughs> and then like the quest thing was like, "Go to the Freedom Trail." Um, i like, "Do that thing he said." <laughs> what the fuck am I doing here? And it wasn't until Brian was like, oh, "You look at the ground, dude." I was like oh like yeah there's this
2: that's I think that happened a lot in this game where if I was looking at someone and I think it was someone behind me walked and would push me and then I would turn And my headphones were messed up, so I was reading subtitles mostly, and then they disappear if you're not... I can't remember how it happened, and I would miss crucial information. And you try to go back and talk to them, and they're like, why weren't you paying attention before, bitch?
6: And then also, like, (laughs) the way that the quest is written in your menu, like, doesn't really tell you what you're supposed to be doing. It's, like, the most, like, non-detailed... Just, like, follow the yeah, trail. Investigate yeah, the go, go to the yeah, next it really step. really kill all the <laughs> Go alerts. to the next step of your quest or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Including a queen. Gives
4: you the 10,000-foot view, and you're like, that's great.
6: Yeah. Even, like, the Freedom Trail one, like, I heard what he said, and I listened to it, but then I stopped playing the game and got back to it a week later. I didn't remember what the hell was I was supposed to do. Like, And it doesn't tell yeah, I feel you. I like this menu. is
4: not a game that you can stop This and come is the back. reason
2: I didn't get very far was because every time I tried, it was kind of later at night, and I'd get tired, and I'm like, I'll do it again. And yeah. then a few days would pass and I would forget the goddamn controls, because the PC version was confusing. Right. And mm. I would forget what the quest Boosh. was. <laughs> I'd have to basically start over or just stare at the screen. Yep.
4: Did so as someone that played Skyrim to hop off the controls, was that more user friendly to like someone that wasn't necessarily all in on Bethesda games? Like was it a little bit more accessible? Because I feel like they tried to make this accessible, but didn't do a good job at it. I
3: thought it was. Uh, I played on PC, and I, I pretty much ever since Fallout Three, and even Fallout Three to to some extent. Uh, they've they've been pretty shameless ports, and usually when you port something from console to PC, the controls are just funky and weird, and and, and that that's kind of how. Yeah, Skyrim was definitely like that fallout 4 was like that i almost feel like skyrim was a little bit worse just because the way that their control system was set up it was clearly for uh you know like a, a controller stick but i, uh, guess I don't it, know I kept... it's like they were both shit i guess is what i was trying to
4: say <laughs> 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 i was thinking even outside of just the controls and like to introducing you to the other mechanics within the game world as far as crafting and using the different workbenches and all of that type of stuff it just kind of throws the pieces out on the world map and just kind of lets you try and figure it out organically as opposed to, like, hey, you Yeah, can it's like this game or, was
6: like, oh, it's than, are, everybody's already played Fallout 3, so you know what you're getting into, and they just kind of made that assumption.
1: It's right, better for than me. the Assassin's Creed games with twice the instructions and twice the number of games in the Absolutely, series. Absolutely, I
6: agree with that. Mm-hmm. However... But... I just but you're Fallout right, there 4. is a lot to learn. And, and the controls <laughs> compared to Skyrim. I mean, I kept <laughs> screaming, Fooster, duh, at my TV, and nothing happened in Fallout 4. So I, I don't know. Nate.
1: That is something that I'm going to take a few points off in my review yeah. section. Nate,
0: how does the junk work yeah. with the workshops in this game?
1: I, I don't know. How in the world am I supposed to <laughs> describe that?
0: You would think that, well, that is like the foundation of the crafting system in this game, right? Yeah. And so can you tell me how it works?
1: No. Yeah, me either. That's <laughs>
0: kind of the, like, Yeah. if you create a trade route, then the junk gets carried from them, or then it's all of a sudden in all of them. But, oh, the, but the you have to have you? two different two directional trade routes. and.
1: Can you play this game completely skipping the settlement aspect? Yes, yes you, you can. can. Is there any real significant downside to that? No, there is not. Nope. Is that a problem?
0: No. I think that's a problem. She spent that much time and energy and resources in building this giant crafting I mean, system like... that doesn't do anything. It seems like a. I was excited about the settlement building and things like that for this game, and but and that's then the I thing. I think, it's an optional,
5: thing. I, think, I think it was clearly known to be an optional. Like, I don't think anybody was going. In, I mean, maybe going in, but I mean, at least early on in the game, I, I definitely knew that. Like, look, this is not, you know, important or meaningful to the you know the actual main story of the game so i don't think it's an optional thing is a bad thing i mean okay if you want to do it if you're into it if that's what you like go ahead there are some people that care about it so i just stopped doing it i, I mean I, I still would get settlements every once in a while just because they got me xp to you know level up but i i didn't bother to sit there and like build anything i might have put a some turrets up just so i wouldn't have to go back and defend the place if it got attacked
4: but it's more a solution in search of a problem
7: you're
5: going to have to explain that mm, one. Kinda, I, didn't make it far I enough don't think
7: it. so.
6: I think the settlements They're, just kind of grew out of like if there was the mod for Skyrim where you got to do your homemaker stuff and you, you yeah, got to I build think a house just trying and, to to and it was build like
5: out a new thing and that was something they that was, was requested
6: enough. by the community a lot in Skyrim. So I think they like thought right when this game was being created, like where obviously we want to be able to have people build their own things and we want to have that be a big aspect of this game. That's where I believe it. The
5: care. DLC like, has some new stuff for settlement building too.
0: For me, building so I... typically all about practicality, and so I'm always like looking for ways for that to like b- benefit my character. So I went and bought the most expensive, you know, the, the shops, the armor shop and the weapon shop and had all these shops, and I was like, oh, this is going to be, you know, help me out and help me. And then I was like, other than just being a place where I could sell my junk for caps, I didn't really get any benefit from that, and it didn't really feel like the building the center settlement. So there was the the cannon or whatever that you could build eventually and you could build that in your settlements to kind of give you more firepower but even that didn't seem terribly useful to me. Like that that system didn't feed back into the normal game which would have been
2: disjointed. nice. it's disjointed. I know that you didn't need to do the settlements because I talked to other people but the way the game presents it feels like you're supposed to do it. Like it, it should be important. Yeah. You should get something great out of this and in the end from hearing from other people, I realize there's not a lot of connection between the two. It feels like two separate games that they plopped into one universe, and they're like, whichever you feel like doing today, go ahead. But that, to, for me, that takes away from it. Like, I want can, something I do on this side to help me on that side and not just to be two different games, to give me two different games if that's the case.
1: Can You can, should be able to build a mortar that you can call down a strike from anywhere on the map. You
0: can literally do that. You can totally do that
2: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's part of it. game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm completely satisfied <laughs> the settlements achieved their purpose. <laughs> totally worth it. I was like, did take the entire thing back?
0: Um, ah. So, Megan, I'm curious what you felt or how you felt that they they led you to believe that the s- settlements were important because for me I had to like I felt like I had to go out of my way and dig into and try and figure out how those systems worked like it didn't even lead me into it so. I, well I
2: didn't get like the- far enough to to building huge buildings it was more the way they make you come here and that's part of the plot and then they're like oh make sure these people have food to me that just makes me feel like it's a going to be part of of the game and an important part of the game. If you're gonna make it one of the first things you're teaching me how to do, and it was a main quest, I believe, right? I yeah, mean you, the
4: one of the early quest lines, yeah, so, Like, make sure they have food, and then make sure you have water. Yeah. They, they, they didn't say you're gonna fail the
2: game if you don't do this. It's just if it's one of right. the few things they actually explained well quest. to me, it felt like it's right at the
5: beginning, right when right, right when, after after you, your, when you right first settle. But then the
3: whole purpose of it is to introduce Sanctuary. settlement building to you immediately, and then after that. The story has completely departs from settlement building. It's oh, really except just for to, it to you. get
0: into, uh, fucking forgot the name. The synth. The synth. The. Oh right, yeah. So yes. strange too, because it's like I have to find my son,
6: build this settlement, like right. Uh,
5: well, it's supposed to be like I mean, and the way they kind of present it is like, hey, you're looking for your son, but like you said you don't you don't know where the son could be he could maybe not even be in boston so like it's it's supposed to be like hey at the same time you're living your your life and hey there's some things that suck about boston from the fallout and we could really use your help so if you have you know if you have the time you can go you can just purely mainline it and look for your son but if you have the time hey why don't you help us build a settlement or uh, do something you know other Quests.
0: randall Monroe wrote this book called what if and it's freaking hilarious but one of the chapters they're talking about how say you and a person are in the world and for the sake of everything you have an infinite lifespan right oh. how are you going to find somebody else in the world you have you don't have any cell phones you, you don't have any way of communicating to meet up what do you what what is your strategy to meet that person build something that's really loud and big so they could find me become become an extrovert <laughs> so but, make them find me you, you, so you're gonna build up a big old tower uh, in in some sort yeah in africa and they're building a big old tower in china and you just never meet each other <laughs> oh, what if i build a sideways tunnel <laughs> yeah all right so where are you going with this so it's like you have no clue where to, where to do or how to approach to find your son. Why not just start looking around? Right. Well,
6: no. I mean, I understood what they were. The way they presented it in the game was, I know you want to find your son, but it's dangerous There's out other there, and that you, need you, could, you Not only do other other people need you, but you need help from other people as well. So if you help this town out, they'll help you find your son, kind of thing. But at the same time, yeah. multiple people were saying, it, were saying you should check out Diamond City. That's probably where your son is. And right. if anybody says any possibility of where they could be, like it's, there wasn't just two people in this world, is the difference between the what if and and this. There's people that are actively saying like they're probably in Diamond City, so why stay in the settlement?
5: Well, that's uh, because they do that okay. because it's a video game, and they don't want you just to spend a thousand hours before you finish the game. They want to give you an option. Hey, I don't really care about this side, so you know, garbage. The settlement bests whatever. I
0: just really want to mainline this game. So I they understand. give you the option to mainline. I, it's, it's the It's just a plot I, problem for I, me. I, I, it, I disagree with game. both of you. Actually, uh, I, I I don't think it's just like a write-off. And at the same time, I'm I don't not saying
5: it's a write-off. I'm saying they, they.
0: It's it's not a gamey thing. There's that is there's no reason for you to go. And when you talk to people, they're like, oh, I have no clue where you where where your son is. I don't have no nothing about him. I, there's a whole lot of people in Diamond City. That's like somewhere you could go, I guess, if you want. Like, nobody's like, oh, I just saw your son five minutes ago. You need to go catch him.
5: They're not saying that, but they're saying, hey, go go check out Diamond City. Then you get the the quest, the main quest, you know, a quest in that says, go to Diamond City. Like, yeah. so... To yeah, find your so son, it's, yeah. I think is
6: the exact words yeah, on the it, quest.
5: Or or even if it doesn't, it shows more pictures of the main quest the, stuff. Like, you know, like you looking for something, like it has a picture of Vault Boy looking for, like, his son. The Going, reason that even comes so, up,
3: though, is because you ask around and you're like, and everyone's, like you said, you know, I have no idea, but you might as well try Diamond City because that's where a lot of people go.
5: Yeah, what and it that, it's their way of telling you, hey, this is the main quest without saying, literally saying those words in the game. Like, your son might be, you know, is probably in Diamond City. Go but, there next.
0: But I'm saying the tone of every single person you meet is no fucking clue and there's no hurry. Yes.
3: it'd be so, It's like if I went to, you know, flew to Chattanooga for no reason and it's like, hey, have you seen Dave? To the first person I see, that doesn't make any goddamn sense. They're not just going to know who Dave is or where to go. Correct. Yeah, that's, but other like that's real talent. life
5: in a video game. They have to give you the option of like, hey, this is what you need to do to go on the main path if, yeah. if that's what you want.
0: And now you're in Chattanooga and they're like, I don't know, maybe check the police station. And so you run to the police station as fast as possible. Like that's yeah. the gamey piece. No, like, Right. You'd be like, you're telling me just because other people are like, oh, there's no, I don't know where your
6: son is. There's no rush finding your son. You're just going to be like, all right, I'll just build a house instead. Like my character <laughs> was like, I need to find my son and yes. somebody said they my uh, my best chance is in diamond city i'm going
0: to go to diamond city and the other thing is for yeah. all you know it's been 3000 years i, I know that is, <laughs> it comes back to the original when when i, when Although I play the
4: character still thinks yeah, that when i play it's a game I, baby, I like character act like, right? that that oh character
6: my... and god that character so i couldn't dumb. do it for, for this really.
4: game <laughs> super dumb did anyone ever play the dark cloud series yes. back on ps2
5: yes i Chalice. may have I'm not i was actually so th- i gonna forget
4: I was thinking about like the the community building in that game. Oh, I'm totally gonna and buy that now. How it did it versus what was happening here.
5: Hmm.
3: They just re-released it for PS4. I don't know if you know that.
4: Yeah, as a PS2 classic, I would advise people to check it out, especially if you listen to the like Nino Kuni podcast and like that. Another game by Level Five. Anyhow, good one. The city building in that game was more of kind of placement and setting up the town and building the different structures but not necessarily getting to the depth of I need to put up the walls and put up a door and go all the way down the rabbit hole of I need to build a generator and then connect the power line to the house to give the house power and then hang light bulbs inside the house to make sure that there's light inside the house that was the part of it where the settlements went too far off the rails for me and I was like alright now I just don't give a shit (laughs) like there could have been something cool here but you went so far down it you lost.
0: Or
6: it. I would have been interested in it if it was better implemented, like the controls of actually building and getting these systems together. I just thought it was also That trying. was actually yeah, really clunky. Yeah, I
5: mean, it's because of the Open World. All this, all this shit's clunky.
1: Well, like a <laughs> third-person yeah. perspective on the whole settlement.
4: Yeah, so Dark Cloud, like, zoomed down, you're looking at it from, like, above. Mm. So you have, like, a better perspective of how the city's actually laid mm-hmm. out as well. So that's why that kind of came to mind. But yeah, to, like, having shitty controls isn't an excuse. Then don't build the mechanic. Yeah.
6: I mean I like the cl- the the clunkiness and the chaos that happens in Bethesda games but it, I don't think that should carry over to just having a poorly controlled design interface for your city builder
4: but or just throwing everything but in that, then, can
5: my point is that like the whole the whole all of Bethesda stuff is clunky I mean you can go into a building and randomly you know I mean, PC supposedly was not as fucked, but at least mm-hmm. in consoles you could go through and like, you could, I literally walked into a handful Buildings left and right, and I would be either going through the floor or the door wouldn't open. There were, you know, just stupid random shit that was clunky, and you're like, how does this even pass like QA testing? But you that know? kind of
6: that's stuff, you but wait that's the That, that kind of stuff I've always been fine with. Like, it's almost like charming some of the ways the game breaks for me. Like, in Skyrim, I loved <laughs> that a dragon came up to fight me and instead laid down in front of me and stayed there and couldn't die. So I had to just stand there and attack it for a long time and level up. And I don't know, I, I liked it. <laughs> it was like I had a little pet uh dragon that let me Punchy beat it bag. up and stuff like that like that i think is way different than like i just thought it was poorly designed controls and an interface in that for for the big building and designing aspect of the game
5: yeah no i, I totally agree with you i'm just saying that's bethesda And
2: <laughs> actually i want to take back i'll agree will i don't think the game tells you you have to do the settlements something craig said it's the fact that they have this huge place, and there's these big buildings, and there's so many of them that I look at that and I go, "Ooh, possibilities! these have to mean something." The game didn't yeah. necessarily tell me that it they didn't the dialogue didn't necessarily yeah, they just gave me all this pretty stuff I could play with, and then it didn't mean anything, and it was super disappointing,
4: well, and you hop huh? so as you go further along also like the game subtly nudges you continually like. Hey, you just you're you've allied yourself with this settlement. You can now build up this base too, and it's like, all right, maybe should I spend time here building up them? Like, it implicitly kind of continues to steer you that you should be doing that stuff.
0: Having multiple settlements and trying to build up multiple settlements seemed like something that you were supposed to do in this game, but that yeah. seemed like way too big of a thing to to ev- even attempt to do. Like, oh, why yeah. would I build more in more than one place at a time? Who does that? You know, also like yeah.
5: Even if you wanted to do that, I don't know why. But even if you wanted to do that you you don't have nearly the amount of resources like to do it like, you run out so quickly adhesive is impossible That's a to find problem in so literally the settlements are i don't i don't know if there is ever an end but it seemed like it was infinite i had like well over i don't know probably i don't know 50 60 of them and and like it was just my whole map was just like filled with settlements that i i had captured and i'm like it was almost impossible to get trade routes to everything because if you don't have a trade route then the only stuff you can even build with is the stuff in your actual on-person inventory, and that makes it even worse. So, like, it's just a big... It would have been
3: nice if the, the people that moved into those settlements would... You know, you have any option to do it, but they never had that. Worthless.
0: Yeah. yeah. So speaking of, you know, kind of building things over time, this this is one of the things that's kind of been, like, digging into me as far as the story's concerned. They said the story, you know, you're 200 years after the bombs fell Granted, yeah, you, there's going to be quite a lot of time where, like, just the entire wasteland is in, inhospitable. But there's just something about that, like, the buildings are still in the same shape they're in, and it's like nothing happened in 200 years That it's just, like, blowing my mind. Like, I went and just did the math real quick, and the entire city of Seattle was founded 165 years ago. So in less time than the amount of time that progressed over the course of this game, this entire city was built. Like, you couldn't have swept the floors renovated just a little bit in the last 200 years? Yeah,
6: like, Like, taking that skeleton off of that lawn chair, possibly,
5: or something like that? Are you gonna, like, you have X resources, right? And and most of your time, like, now, you're in a, a place where you can't just go to the grocery store to get food every day easily, right? You have to go out and find it, or you have to, you know, like, and you have to you have to spend time to protect it from other people who are trying to steal from you, and you have to do all these things. Do you really have like all this extra time to clean up? But like uh, it, after two hundred years, yeah, 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 man. This is a world where they already—they're <laughs> not around that. for two hundred years. It's new people coming. <gasps> Obviously, people are dying. New people are coming in. I mean, spend one day when a month cleaning up. I mean, cities, we're
4: not asking you to leave that. dead around. And, and <laughs>
0: yeah, plus, why even is it important to clean up? Because disease there's like
4: with all the radiation
5: and all the other stuff uh, worrying about the disease from some dirt and dust and whatever
0: being around, I think is
5: not, I think his point
3: has th- merit. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you. Will, I,
6: I mean, point.
0: Yeah. you're going to run at least one clean freak who just doesn't, who just, you know, yeah, there's, I mean, there's somebody, definitely... would,
6: somebody would want their store to have a door on it possibly or something like that. Yeah. Or they're just
3: going to constantly have huts to buy things out of. Yeah, for... you Forever. You're not going to have run a, a large business out of a store that has jagged glass from broken windows sticking yeah. into it. And that's, that is, yeah, that I don't see that as being very immersive. But they built Power Armor. So.
6: Yeah,
2: so they're clearly <laughs> able to do something. They just yeah. don't.
1: That's all the brotherhood. Yeah. Oh.
3: Hell Yeah.
5: Well it depends because some of the power armor is original from the war. That's true. It actually most of it is. And then there are advanced power armor that they took the original and kind of like modified over time. Also they have those But see cars that's something that place, is worth spending me. time into because power armor means now you have a whole new thing you can use to, you know, get food and kill bad uh, people who are your enemies and do whatever else. Like that's something worth spending time into. Cleaning, making sure your chair is you know doesn't look doesn't have a you know green speck on it because it was right let me like,
1: let me conclude this segment right. by saying that i do not want to see your workplace <laughs> okay
6: did anybody else go around sanctuary <laughs> and just start curved. cleaning stuff up yes all right. yeah. so, i was really so, what's mad wrong with I all couldn't... these people that are not doing that <laughs>
5: not
2: me right. I'm talking I mean, 200 I was, years later no one picked yeah. up that fence but, but, in but two one
6: years. person comes along and builds what, how many settlements is it? like 50 settlements? just <laughs> one person? Like, there's, there's, a, yeah.
0: there's a dead tree between where you're eating and where you're sleeping and so you're just gonna walk around it every day for <laughs> your entire life <laughs> though yeah. honestly the like things that we minutes make nowadays part of the game just cleaning up
4: sanctuary yep. just going around and junking old crap and I'm like I just cut Co- way too much time Codsworth even
6: said he was cleaning up I don't buy it
2: lies no but Speaking, the would so, the buildings that we make nowadays even last 200 years in the amount that we saw them there they were in pretty good shape I didn't realize it was 200 years so I forgot the, I guess.
0: stuff on the east coast there are buildings that have been around that long yeah, yeah. and then you go into England, like our house. I
1: skyscrapers
5: No, skyscrapers... I I mean, some of the the glass would probably be...
1: Skyscrapers, probably not, because most of the tall ones require electricity for the cantilevers to work, so if earthquakes strong enough come along, they're just going to fall right down.
5: Yeah, but Boston doesn't really get strong earthquakes that are going to really...
4: Right, I mean, like... A strong windstorm. Like, yeah, hurricane. Like, God 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 farts or something. (laughs) Yeah.
3: There are ancient structures made out of granite that are still standing today, so I think it's... Yeah, but barring I, they really made
2: things better. Things like- I don't know. Well, things true. to fall apart, don't we? <laughs> yeah.
3: Keynesian economics, notwithstanding, there's concrete and rebar, and you know, buildings last probably more than they used to. Anyway, and sometimes, sometimes, true. you know, houses and apartments, they, they use cheaper materials now, but you know, there, there are still going to be plenty of buildings that are going to last. Least that was my point. Plus. I was my
2: first point was the house, our house, the house is all around us at oh. Sanctuary. Those kind of houses are gonna last. We're not talking. Well, a lot of them really did collapse.
0: Well. A lot of them were in bad shape. Even like if they didn't. I don't know. Yeah, they're pretty messed up. So you said uh, Cogsworth, Codsworth, Cogsworth, Codsworth, Codsworth, whatever that dude was. Apparently, Cotsby supposed to be cleaning up <laughs> and doing a horrible job at it. Which, since he was obviously a horrible companion, which companion do you think was uh, better, Paulie? I, I used Codsworth.
7: All right. So. <laughs> <laughs>
5: nice. Maybe
7: that's why he wasn't cleaning
2: All up. All right. I, I, I
6: know he was a bad companion, but like they gave me a dog or a robot thing. And I was like, well, I want a robot thing. I don't know. I have a dog. I don't need one of those in a game.
0: All right. So uh, Brian number one, you liked the Nick Valentine, right? I don't go by Brian number one, but yes, Nick Valentine. I go by <laughs> Polly number one. <laughs> why did you like Nick Valentine?
5: I did? The question is, why wouldn't anybody like Nick Valentine? Best character in this game, hands down, by yeah, a mile.
6: I agree, once he I had that option.
5: He, Nick Valentine is a synth who is a detective in Diamond City, where everybody in Diamond City hates synths, and he's the only synth that's allowed to, to live, and they specifically tell you multiple times throughout the game, if you talk to people in Diamond City, that, like, oh, we're going to kill any synth we see and this, but yet Nick Valentine is around, and... You, you solve mysteries with him and the the best part is you first meet him by him being captured by by it's like oh go find nick valentine and then you find out he's being held captive by some mob guy and you have to free him and then when you find out who he is you find he's a synth and he's missing like half of his jaw which is kind of interesting and then when you go through his whole case files and you finally get to like maximum companionship with him you find out that he was one of I don't know if he was the original uh, one of the original synths or one of close to the beginning of a synth, and um, yeah when they started well. and he inherited the memories of this guy who was a was he a, a, I think he was a police officer back in Boston, I think that was what it and then he's questioning like, you know, oh, the only stuff I know is what is his memories and you know, and, the, and you know, the things he did and the people he loved, and I don't have any of my own memories, and it's just this crazy... And
0: there's stuff. that really cool system where you're actually going into his mind, right?
5: Yes, that they use that because he's a synth. You use him for the memory dive into that mercenary guy to try to, when you steal his brain.
1: How much like Remember Me does that play out?
5: Hmm? Not very.
6: <laughs> I'm gonna guess. <laughs> I don't... Good. Okay, sure. <laughs> I don't Did know you play Remember Me?
0: I
4: know. Oh. That game rocks. It's pretty good. Don't nod.
0: So so one of my... The companion that I probably ended up using the most, who is this Irish redhead who was I'm a like chem addict, and she was in this like arena, and she was fighting people hand in hand. She's just beating the shit out of everybody. And huh. I ended up killing everybody. It's like
4: an Irish head redhead.
0: <laughs> I killed everybody else in the arena, and the owner of the arena is like, well, shit, I don't know. You should take her, I guess. So that was kind of a weird intro. And then one of the things that she does for you is she can lockpick anything. So I quickly was oh. able to unlock master locks throughout the whole game without having to Yeah, each any... of the
5: companions have like a special That's cool. ability.
0: What's uh, Nick's special ability? He
5: can help you, I think, hack into... Uh, Terminals. Cool. Craig,
0: did you have a preferred companion?
4: I was with Piper for a while. Why who's... Why Piper?
0: Yeah, why? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even what? give her that
4: interview. She why wanted. so mad? Hmm, Piper hate.
6: Yeah, I, I was. Yeah. I didn't like
0: Piper. Oh, she's the I news lady, right? She she she's yes. yeah, yeah. Fucking press. She's a writer. Yeah. Does she have well, anything I special like, about like her? Writers. Or like, what was her I, special I ability? I
4: don't know. Actually, I d- her I don't think special I ability got um, her relationship
5: up enough. Uh, oh, she. I think she gives you random items every so often. Like, she'd give you like a health item. I think. What yeah, was special ability? Oh, she's like. She's the Ellie of this game i guess not throw bricks she had an interesting story too like her story is that like, like her and her sister were they were part of this town and like the father was part of the militia and then one day like the leader of the militia was like
4: yeah they were part of diamond city
5: were, no no this was that before they were diamond city like
4: was it before yeah that? they
5: were like in this their own Uh, town and like the father was part of the militia and like this like guy who was like head of militia was like he made a deal with the with like raiders who were attacking that like hey i'd hope we'll help you overthrow our town and then you put me kind of like in charge and then the father like found out the plan and he he stopped them and saved them like state by killing the raiders but then they like killed him in turn and then uh piper overheard all this and she tried to like tell like the town like hey my father saved us and did all this stuff and they only wanted to blame him because they thought he was part of the the you know turncoats who were working with the raiders so like that's why she got into journalism because she wanted the truth to get out there and tell everything so yeah she had a pretty interesting story
0: Brian number two did you have any favorite companion that we haven't talked about yet
3: not really because after i got curie i pretty much stuck with her because she was fun and useful and she had a french accent which was hilarious
5: Yeah, that really was. That's just such a weird, (laughs) terrible French accent.
0: Nate or Polly, do either of you have any companions you want to talk about? I already talked about Codsworth. (laughs) Oh, that's right.
1: (laughs) I like the dog, too. I like playing this game with no companions because they all just
4: are annoying and get me into combat when I don't want to. Did you
0: get that solo The Yeah, there's a perk perk. for...
4: There's a perk that, yeah, helps out that you can... Get more experience, or you do more damage, or something carry more when stuff you don't when you have anyone with you. Yeah. Carry more no, stuff when you're alone. I take long. that because I'm, you know, like a real
1: elite game player. <laughs> wait, okay, didn't you liked
2: it. the dog, the dog that dog. got you what? stuck in corners and the would run on different annoying. directions and get killed almost all the time. You liked the dog. I liked the dog. Yeah, I liked the dog. I just like dog.
5: As long as you can, as long as you control, like you tell the dog, like wait here, and then you go do like, get in position. Then you're like, okay, dog, go attack that that enemy. Then the I dog goes. So
2: bad it. at PC games that if I have to like do more than what I'm concentrating on, <laughs> then that is just all things bad.
4: I was like, he didn't screw with my intentions more than any of the other oh. random NPCs would,
5: would start. Yeah, when I was or... going around with Nick Valentine, he would do the same thing. He would just start randomly running into battles and firing and I'm like,
3: ugh. The other cool thing <laughs> about the dog is that if you have the solo perk the dog doesn't count as a companion no yeah for real yeah you can have the solo perk and benefit from it with the dog yeah
2: the bad thing is our dog's name is dog and so i'd be yelling (laughs) at the 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 computer like god damn it the dog and brian's like what is she doing no not that one this dog the fake one (laughs) Got me killed, <laughs> and then not, so she was hiding dog,
6: under. Dog dog, dog, yeah, dog, not, not dog, 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 dog. I'm dog not dog. about dog. I'm talking about dog,
3: the dog.
5: So apparently there was a dog meat in Fallout Three, which I never knew about. Yeah, until <laughs> yeah,
3: definitely. It was. You couldn't even really call boring. it a side quest. It was just you wander through a junkyard, and then some uh, dog comes up, and his the character's name is Dog Meat, and he'll follow you around, but he he dies. Really easily, and he has permadeath, and you can't really do much with him.
5: But there's a perk that you just, just when dog meat dies,
2: you get a new puppy.
5: Yeah, so you can. That's how you. Get yeah, if new, you
3: want to dog meat, if you're into that sort of thing, I guess.
2: <laughs> you guys are just talking about killing off entire cities, but we talk about letting a dog die, and uh, no. we are now in the Speaking different realms. Speaking of realm. companions, <laughs> we all
6: get and Animal slaughter and. Mods. I did see that there's a mod to stop your companion from attacking the deers, the rad stags or whatever they're called, which was always yeah, annoying because they're just
1: randomly. Yeah, because they're they're not going to attack at you, them. but they
6: your companion always attacks them.
1: They're
4: just yeah. hostile enough. And as
6: as you could tell, if you heard our um
4: fascinating, I <laughs> can't think of the name of that game, the,
6: the uh, horror horror game that we put play- Played together. Darkest Dawn. Until Dawn. Until Dawn. (laughs) Dawn. If you listen
0: to our Until Dawn podcast, you'll know I have problems with accidentally slaughtering deers. So unless anybody has any final topics to talk about, we're going to go around for our last final thoughts. Brian, why don't you start us off?
5: Okay. So Fallout 4. So I had not played a Fallout game until, when did I start Fallout 3? Like November? So like four or five months ago, I played Fallout 3. I played Fallout 4 back to back. I liked Fallout 4. I hear a lot of people who, who's being complaints about Fallout 4 is that, oh, it's Fallout 3. And I my my thing, I always think to that is, why is that a bad thing? I understand that you want something, you want some new things. I think they tried those. Some worked, some didn't. But I didn't have a problem. A lot of the things I like about Fallout is just getting lost in that world, just going around randomly running into dumb stuff and just, you know, like seeing crazy things go on and just doing dumb things. So I don't have a problem necessarily with the notion of oh, it's it's a Fallout game. It's a bethesda open world game. The story itself is a little lacking in terms of I didn't like the factions and you aligned with the faction and that means you have to kill the other two factions and the endings are kind of all the same and it's just like oh hey we're gonna continue building this world and there's nothing
4: really great. It's because there wasn't Liam Neeson. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs>
5: but you know overall i I really like this game um i don't think it's any better or any worse than fallout 3 i just think it's more fallout and if you like fallout it's a game that you know you should like and if you don't like fallout then it's a game you shouldn't not spend it
6: i kind of disagree with that because i would rather go and play fallout 3 than fallout 4 after playing both of them why because i think that the fallout 3 world was more interesting than fallout 4's world You're just going to say why? After
7: no, I, 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 I really
5: wasn't trying to control it, but I just... Interested.
6: I, I just found this world uninteresting. I thought it was... Desi- I don't think it, it... I don't know. I wanted to be excited by this game, and I wasn't. I didn't... Going into the their version of dungeons and things like that, I i don't know. I just didn't find things interesting in this world, although I kept trying to.
5: But that's like um, the same in Fallout Like, if, if your main thing is, okay, I really wanted something completely different, completely new, something... Random, you know, some like awesome new changed mechanic that wasn't there. Fine. Make that argument. But if it's just, oh, I liked fallout three, like, I don't know. I just don't see that.
6: I thought it was boring. I thought they could have gone in new directions and said they went in a lot of the same directions as fallout three. And I, I, I don't have a problem saying that that's a problem. I I didn't find the world interesting. I didn't find it engrossing. It was more like, oh, this is okay. And I,
3: you're saying four was not as compelling for you as three. Yeah.
6: Yeah is what i'm is what I'm trying to say, and that goes for the game as a whole like it's hard for me to even say anything I care so little about going back into this game and playing it. I just was very disappointed in it, and I wanted to like it i don't i I don't know for rating I would probably give it a i don't care out of i don't know just don't like it it's <laughs> okay. not even worth giving not 100. even worth a rating <laughs> all right Megan
2: nice, I feel bad because I think that if I really forced myself to play. That I would enjoy the game, but at the same time, should you ever have to do that. Also, I've definitely learned I'm going to go back to console games because I think that really killed it for me. There's just I was trying to like pull out the gun and I was doing random stuff and going places and I die constantly. So that's probably also not the game's fault entirely. I mean they did that, but I chose to play it on PC. But in general, it just didn't grab my attention you can every time I sa-
0: Always plug your controller in.
2: I. If you're me and, con- with me higher and computers don't, that <laughs> yeah, doesn't go well. Sorry, go better. He's good. But it just didn't, every time I sat down, I was like, oh, I've, I saw Brian number two play, and it looked really interesting, and when I read about it, it was interesting. But when I sat down to play, I just had no interest in continuing. And that could be because there was other games I was having fun with, or other things I wanted to do. And if I didn't have anything fun to do, I would get into it and be fun. But I think that just says something bad for a game that you have to be bored out of your mind to make yourself have fun with it. So yeah. I'm kind of a... in the same feeling. Like maybe I'd like it, but I at this point I can't really say that it was a good game.
0: You feel like scoring it?
2: Right now, 4. Okay, I guess. Out of 10? What do you guys been doing that out of?
4: <laughs> it varies. <laughs> Well, yeah, I was going to say, I think Pauly did a five-point scale last week. Oh,
2: now you're just confusing me. Yes, I, I did mean out of scale. ten. One
0: oh, okay. or zero?
4: Wait, is that a
2: 20-point scale or a 10-point yeah. scale? Um, yes, 100-point scale. Anyway, so uh, Brian, oh, okay. okay.
0: Brian number two, what would you? What are your final thoughts?
3: So uh, I liked the game primarily because I didn't – you know, one of the biggest things that people are bringing up is the this – at large, the, the world and the story just wasn't – As compelling, which at large it wasn't. It wasn't, but you know, I played the game primarily for the. I liked the crafting system. I liked the gameplay and all that. And even though the uh, overarching story, you know, wasn't kind of boring, I since that wasn't primarily what I was going for, and I did a lot of exploration anyway. The way the game kind of played for me was more like I was reading a bunch of short stories that all took place in in the Fallout universe. So to me, it didn't really take away from the experience because it it was just, you know, I was reading a bunch of the short stories and it's basically kind of how it it played for me because they were all all, mostly all very interesting and it changed up the pace a lot because I was having different experiences as I went on, experiencing the game as I wanted to, which was, you know, making stuff and killing people with it.
2: Can I guess that in general is, the game there is the story not a reason you play it's the gameplay and the mechanics and that made you continue with and then enjoy the story enough that it was okay
3: yeah I, I like to go into games and and a lot of times I I really enjoy the uh, like a good storyline and all that but you know barring that the mechanics was enough to keep me playing I, guess I think so.
2: I think that's I think that's why some of us didn't. It was the other way around. We were going for the right. story plot to carry us through, and the rest of it was kind of right. So just kind of flip flopped. There
3: were there were some clunky, weird aspects about the the gameplay and the interface, and I totally get that. But I was able to get around it, so it, it didn't bother me that much. I guess. Like I guess I'd rated would play out of ten. I I don't know. <laughs> no, would play.
0: Okay, uh, Craig.
4: So I guess I have to give a little bit of history of the context for how I came into Fallout 4, where I bought Fallout 3 with the intention of playing it, and because of everything else that was coming out at the time, I never really got into it, and mainly took place in the conversations around it. And then Fallout 4 was approaching, and there had been a nice long gap. I'm like, all right, I'll really be able to sink my teeth into it and dive into this one. And then actually, the act of playing it, not not all that interesting to me. The actual gameplay and shooting and the mechanics of the moment-to-moment action just hasn't really piqued my interest. And for some reason, the idea of coming back to it when I'm not playing, I'm like, actually, I kind of want to go back and play more Fallout because I want to see something that might be happening in one of the events or questlines. I'm like, maybe there's just something that I'm not getting about it. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll get 10 hours in and see if It hooks me at that point. All right, not really. 15 hours in, still not really. And I think what I came to a conclusion after playing it is I'm like, maybe Fallout's just not for me. Maybe I don't need to be part of that specific conversation. And I recognize what it is for people. uh, The fact that it tries to do so many things without really nailing, like, some of the core competencies in a way that is satisfying... Just makes everything else just seem good So I kind of look at it and I'm like Yeah, it's good It's good, as what it's doing But for me it's not something that I'm like Alright, bring on Fallout 5 Can't wait to to get back into another one of these worlds Nate? No rating? No I don't have a rate. What are you talking about?
1: Just checking, you never know Uh, When I think about a Fallout game I started with 3 Played a little bit of New Vegas But was bored of that I think about atmosphere, and I think about a storytelling style that makes me feel like I'm really in a place. I remember when I went and visited some family in Washington, DC, I had some serious deja vu when I was down in the subway system because of playing Fallout 3, and I thought that was really unique. To me, that kind of speaks to the level of atmosphere that I was getting out of that game, that I could feel that a place in the real world was reminiscent of that. And I thought that was really cool. I kind of mentioned earlier the ambience of the world and the sounds and kind of what it feels like to move through the world. And I think about those are the things that I really like about a fallout game. And, you know, I feel like this game from what I've seen did as good of a job as fallout three did with that kind of the feeling of being in the wasteland and being in Bethesda's world. And I think that's, that that's to me is the thing that I really like. So crafting mechanics, settlement mechanics none of that really plays into kind of how i feel about this game which is odd i like that there's more there apparently i like that there's a mortar but like (laughs) at the end of the day what draws me to this game is not the shooting it's not the moment-to-moment gameplay it's the what i take away at the end of a game session it's being down in those vaults being creeped out it's understanding that those vaults are connected to the you know the big world above and i think that this game does that just as well as you know the past fallouts have I really do think it's a shame that the story's pretty uninteresting. And for me, it was signposted pretty obviously. And that, that's a real bummer. But thankfully for me, that's not really one of the things that carries me through a Fallout game since kind of like we mentioned earlier, I'm always putting off the main quest line anyway in a way that's kind of narratively dissident, if you will. Ooh. Oh, oh. So yeah, I think from... My experience with the game, I would give it an 8 out of 10.
5: How about if Liam Neeson was in the game, what would your rating be?
1: Well, obviously it'd be a 10.0 out of 10. 10.0? 10. What if Liam Neeson was your son? That would just be very confusing.
0: And and older than you. That part makes sense. <laughs> then it would get an 11 out of 10. Yeah, I'd give it an Alberto score. I th- I would say that I was tentatively a fan of Fallout 4. I played Fallout 3, like, once on my PC and once on the the console, and I played New Vegas. I always kind of got into the worlds, but it, it, it never, like, really drove me. I was never, you know, like the Fallout apostle telling people they have to play this. Like, speaking of which, you should all play Mass Effect. So I was just kind of I, more than most a fan of Fallout, but never really, like completely bought into it
4: but not an evangelist exactly
0: so but i think the the story of fallout 4 for me in particular started when we first were introduced to it um at e3 less than a year ago and when we saw that that it was going to be announced i was like oh hey that could be fun to go back to i mean i'm more a fan of that setting than like the skyrim setting so this should be this should be for me and then when we saw it there was Definitely a lot of hype around it, and people were getting super excited. But when I looked at it, I was like, oh, well, that looks a lot like 3 again. I mean, we're not looking at anything too special here. But there was all kinds of other hype around the game. The the barrier to entry for Fallout Shelter was so low that we then started playing, and just kind of, everybody started kind of jumping on this hype train. But it felt like this super quick, and but it was all like, marketing that there was this disconnect between the message being hey you should like this thing it's going to be really cool and then when the thing actually came out is like ah uh, we just did the same thing we did again i
1: that sounds like the story of E3 i feel like don't you guys like it's a bunch of hype
3: and then eventually
1: it comes out and it's kind of like
7: yeah. This next Call of... of
3: Duty is gonna be the best Call of Duty ever, I guess. <laughs> it's like every E3. Oh, but this
0: next one's the best. No, really, we mean it this time. The last one was trash. <laughs> um,
4: the release cycle for this game, though, I guess that was something we didn't hop on. But when you mentioned that, I was like, I was a fan of that. Of here's here's the game. I'm, this it, it's playable. It's ready to go, and it will be out in six months, and we're going to hit our date. Like that was awesome.
7: Yeah.
0: Uh, no, uh, you're right. It it was cool that it came out so quick, but quick. I think, at in the end, I was just kind of. I I don't feel like I had as high of expectations as as most a lot of the people, and so where they were. So when people say they were disappointed by the game, I think it's because they had like somewhat unrealistic, unfounded expect not un- completely unfounded because Bethesda was telling you that you should think that this was an awesome thing, but. I, I didn't buy into that, and as a result, the thing that I played felt a lot like Fallout 3 and a lot like what I was expecting and didn't feel special. And so at the end of the, end of the day, I feel a lot like I did coming out of Fallout 3, and I'm like, oh, that was fun, and I like the setting, but I don't feel the need to like go tell my mom that she needs to come play this game or anything. So at the, the end of the day, I feel like this is about another 7 out of 10.
4: I love what you said there about it didn't feel special. Like, it feels like it was missing something. Just that ominous um, presence that makes a game... an a game from a great studio with a lot of good values to it like to being spectacular like triple a product like there's just something missing
6: like one of the things i think too we, we compare it to fallout 3 so often because it is very fallout 3 like but also this came out after skyrim which is a huge game from the same company and skyrim i feel definitely has that special something that's hard to yeah, really I mean, say what I've it is i've not played
5: skyrim so it's tough for me to say but i mean i've heard just as many people complain about skyrim so i think I don't know, an amazing game skyrim is this you know, like, I, I don't want it to be construed as, like, on the podcast, like, oh, hey, Skyrim is this amazing thing, and it's so much, but you could find just as many people who think but exactly the My
6: opinion is that Skyrim is, does have a special thing. I think the world is super immersive and, like, compelling, whereas I didn't feel that this game was. And coming out after that, I think that's where a lot of that marketing hype came from, because so many people loved Skyrim and wanted to get into a Fallout game that was had that special thing skyrim did and i feel like a lot of people were let down myself being one of them
4: or even on the back end of all the other open world games that had been coming out leading up to this of witcher earlier in the year dying light being another game earlier in the year that like had something about them and it almost feels like being locked away for years working on fallout 4 that they missed looking around at the rest of the industry
0: Okay,
5: I think that'll. Oh, hold end. on, oh. hold on, I got more. Would this game be better as a racing game?
1: Frame rates suck. <laughs> no, <laughs>
6: I can't imagine driving a car with the music in this game.
0: <laughs> I could totally see like just a Mad Max thing station. going on, where you were like oh, tricking yeah, out and cool. just slapping shit on your car. And yeah, there were that, a lot of cars that, in it. The dinner. That, didn't that move. actually yeah.
4: sounds awesome. We could just go play Mad Max.
0: Yeah. All right. So we're off to play Mad Max. Goodbye. (laughs) All
4: right. uh, Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Mad Max coming up soon.
1: This is just a clarification from the editor. It's 2021. This is recorded in 2015. There is no Mad Max podcast forthcoming. Sorry.